0: What's going on, Drinking Buddies? Brand new podcast coming right at you. But real quick, you know what we got to do first. We got to have a word from our sponsors. Those fine folks that bring you me and this podcast every fucking week. First and foremost, we are brought to you by the video versions of this podcast. That's right. Experience the madness in full HD on Vimeo for 99 cents an episode or $6 a month unlimited stream streaming gets you all 96 episodes that are up right now. That's a lot of value for your six fucking dollars. Watch them as many times as you want. Check that out today at anwd.net slash videos. Once again, that is anwd.net slash videos. We're also brought to you this week by my Twitch stream. That's right. I am Twitch streaming five nights a week at twitch.tv slash and Slayer. Come hang out. Make me do some shots. Hang out in the chat. It's a good fucking time. I appreciate any support you can throw my way on the Twitch stream. Come hang out once again at Twitch.tv slash MattEvenslayer. And, and last but certainly not least, we we're brought to you by our friends at Vinyl Me Please. Vinyl Me Please is the record of the month club, the best damn record of the month club. Vinyl Me Please features one album that is essential to the modern vinyl collection. It comes packaged with things like bonus tracks, inserts, color variants. It also comes packaged with an album inspired artwork and custom cocktail pairing recipe. What you heard me right. Rad vinyl with awesome bonuses, some art for your wall, and a new way to wet your whistle. How can you beat that? And vinyl me Please isn't like Record of the Month Clubs of old. It's month to month, no strings attached, cancel anytime. Sign up today at www.joinvmp.com slash ANWD. Once again, that is www.joinvmp.com slash ANWD. My guest this week, is my fucking former co-host Annie fucking Cruz is back on the show for one day only. That's right, Cruz and I catch up, just talked about a bunch of bullshit Twitch, what we've been doing in the pandemic, a whole lot of shit. It was a lot of fucking fun catching up with Cruz. Hope you enjoy it. Sit back, relax, pop a cold one, and enjoy drinking buddies. <laughs> Fucking cruise, what
1: up? What up, dude? Long Shit. time no talk. Right. Or C.
0: Right. Definitely more recently talked than C. It's been...
1: True. Also, yes. <laughs> Beauty of Twitch. <laughs> Beauty of Twitch. Exactly. Especially in a time right now, man. Tell you what. Right. God damn. Okay. What are you drinking there, buddy?
0: W.L. Weller. Special Reserve. I got into the good bottle. Yeah,
1: you know, I cannot tell you the last time I actually had a hard like a glass of hard liquor. It's been a very, very, very long time. Why?
0: Why do you hate yourself?
1: I don't I know I honestly, dude, I just I don't know. It's funny. It's interesting because you know when I talk to friends and other people since you know like we're almost coming up a year into this pandemic, right? And so many people like to make jokes like I'm coming out of this, the biggest Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause it's like, what else can you do than sit at home and drink? I've done the opposite. I don't know. I just, you know, I just kind of, um, I mean, it's been, a, it's been a couple of years since I've stopped drinking, drinking the way I used to like we're going on like over three years now of me not drinking like I used to. And like, don't get me wrong. I, I don't like using the word sober cause I'm not sober, sober. Right. And plus I feel like there's a negative connotation when you do, um, say that to people. But it's not like I don't indulge in like a glass every now and again. You know what I mean? Like if I'm with friends, obviously now, again, we're in a pandemic. But you know, like if I'm virtually hanging out with people and I want to have a glass of wine, I'll fucking have a glass of wine. Um, but uh, but I have, I can't remember the last time I had a glass of whiskey. It's been a long time.
0: <laughs> Probably about the time she stopped being the co-host. Stopped what? Stop being the co-host of this show.
1: Oh, probably now. God, it's been a very long time. Holy shit.
0: Yeah, you were, October of 17 was like the last time you were officially like part of the cast.
1: Okay, no, I definitely had, had hard liquor after that. But <laughs> definitely, regardless, it's still been a long time. Well, yeah. Very, very long time.
0: Your, your liver probably thanks you for stopping the co-host of the show.
1: Oh God, dude! I remember I remember doing the show with you and thinking, "What are we drinking now?" And then like certain days where I'd be like, "I need to slow my roll." And then there'd be other days where I would show up. Do you remember when I showed up drunk already? Like, all right, let's do the show.
0: Let's do the show. Let's get just fucking low. Oh, I mean, some of the shows where you were the co-host were so fucking lit. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think my liver definitely thanks me <laughs> for those days. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We've been trucking on
1: without you somehow. You're still dearly missed, but we I mean, I feel like you've been kind of rocking it though, on your own, dude. that's that's pretty cool shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: you know, had to. There was no replacing you. There was no getting another co-host after you left.
1: Oh, that actually oh, that actually warms my cold heart. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know it was rough because it was like, you know, having to make these decisions and and whatnot and like what to do. And then, of course, I I had my podcast that followed that is now on hiatus for who knows how long um but now I have another podcast again and in all honesty I did not think that I would uh like be a part of another podcast you know like much less uh run one on my own um I guess the difference now is um the podcast that I'm a part of now I don't have to worry about post production stuff, whereas with advanced cruise control and um, and going over, I was the one that pretty much did all the post production work on everything, and that kind of you know that kind of takes up a lot of time. Um, so when I was approached to join uh, the stable over at Russell Fetish, formerly Store Horseman. Um, I I signed on. It was kind of like a no-brainer. I was like, sure, fuck it, why not? And it's kind of nice to not have to be in charge of, you know, like having to deal with, oh, God, I got to get this and that and the other thing done. So it's pretty much where I'm at now as far as podcasting goes.
0: Hell, yeah. It's definitely much easier to just show up and be the talent. Like,
1: Yeah, like, all right, I'm here, guys.
0: (laughs) Part of me tells me, like, maybe one day I'll get to that point, but I also, you've worked with me. It's like, do you really think I'm going to not do the post work? Like,
1: Yeah. And, you know, in all honesty, I enjoyed doing the post-production work. But as I said, you know, like kind of takes a toll on you when, when, you know, it's time consuming. And then like, oh, did I fuck up this and having to make notes and all this kind of stuff. And then like, I'd be lying if I said that, you know, now, I mean, we're only like, what, five episodes in with my new podcast. Um, You know, part of me has a little bit of FOMO with like being a part of the post-production process where I'm like, if you need any help, guys. I'm here, but at the same time, I already have so much going on on my plate as it is, which is kind of weird to say when, you know, we're all stuck at home, <laughs> you know, right now, but I do. So I don't know. It's kind of nice though. It's kind of, and I mean, technically when I did the podcast with you, you did all the post-production stuff. So I was kind of in the same boat with you where you kind of dealt with everything. So,
0: yeah, uh, it's always been like, oh, yeah, I'll do the post-production work. That's why I could never see a show that I'm a part of where I'm like, I'm not doing the post-work, even if I got to the point where I could pay somebody. I'd probably be like, no, nope, still doing the post-work on this.
1: Yeah, it's kind of nice to have control of, you know, your own product, basically, you know what I mean? So I don't blame you on that end.
0: <laughs> That's right, people. When this is all fucked up, it's all my fault.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like, oh, hey, that sounded like shit. Like,
1: <laughs> but have you ever edited a podcast and then like forgot to cut something out <laughs> and uploaded it and then listened to the playback. I guess I should have prefaced this question with, do you ever listen to what you put out there after you've already put it out?
0: Not unless someone hits me with a comment, like what the fuck dude? Cause I definitely, oh, okay.
1: Yeah. 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 I definitely got see, one. Like,
0: oh, it was probably a year and a half, two years ago where neither I or the guest said anything, but like, a mutual friend of me and the guest is like, yo, that story was about me. I would really prefer if that was not out there. Like we didn't name names.
1: Wait, were na- names named? No
0: name. You know how I roll. No, no names. Well, yeah, named. that's
1: what I figured. So it's almost kind of like, well, I mean, they don't know it's you. So did but, you end up cutting it out or did you say fuck it? Cause they didn't mention the name.
0: I, I ended up cutting it. Cause it was, the, though the name wasn't mentioned. Um, there were descriptors where it was uh. like, Oh, that's that's an identifiable thing about that person. If you know that person, you know who it is. It, to the random audience, they'd have no clue. But but
1: you know, anybody else that listens, that's in that friend group, they'd be like, "Wait a minute." Yeah, so it, I, okay, so I could in that, in folks, that like mm. in that defense, yeah, I could totally understand that. Because me, when with with uh, my my old podcast with going over, I remembered. Um, that's why I started taking notes because you know, like you can rant with a co-host for hours or whatever, but to go back and remember everything that was discussed, I had to start doing like time codes on paper whenever we would record, if there was something that happened or we had to cut. Cause I remembered one time, this only happened once <laughs> where I uploaded an episode and then I listened happened to listen to the playback, which I didn't always listen after I had uploaded it. This just happened to be one of those things where I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to listen to the podcast. And then I realized there was 15 minutes where... We were supposed to pause. or We did pause, but we were kind of like talking about random shit and then went back into it. And I was like, oh, my God, what the hell? So then I deleted it and had to, like, recut it and put it back up. And that's when I realized I should probably start taking notes on when I should be editing stuff. So that was fun. That was a fun learning experience as far as, like, uh, making sure I remembered to, to, to cut things where I needed to cut them. Luckily, nobody said anything, you know... Uh, that we didn't want put
0: out there. Yeah, nothing too scandalous. The I think the other worst one I did was I cut something out of the timeline that I wasn't sure if I was going to take out or not and dumped it at the back of the timeline, you know, compressed it, like, you know, mm-hmm. put the timeline together and then forgot to cut that tail end of the off. So it was like four or five minutes of dead air at the end of it. And then like what I would cut out just if you like a
1: randomly school, at the end. Yeah,
0: like one of those old school like bonus tracks on a CD, like dead air, dead air. Yeah, dead air, I know
1: exactly what you're talking about. And then, Slayer like, it's a dead air. And if anybody happens to still be playing like the podcast, all of a sudden, what the hell? What, yeah, exactly. what is that?
0: It's like, what's this the fuck? A secret?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> secret bonus time with Slayer was shit that was supposed to be on the cutting room floor.
1: That's funny. That was really funny. So, what have you been up to, man? Other than the podcasting, man?
0: Uh, well, shit. I, much like you, have been embracing that Twitch stream grind.
1: I feel like everybody just flocked to Twitch when a lot of this shit went down. Even, like, people in the adult industry, they were like, oh, I'm going to go on Twitch. Oh, I know. It's like... Fucking wild, man. Wild.
0: And the thing about it is, like, you know me, I've always been a fucking gamer, but I I tried Twitch streaming, like, maybe three times in 2016 to no audience and immediately got discouraged.
1: But it's very easy to get discouraged on, on that end. I mean, like, I had a buddy who... When in the infancy of when I decided to do this full time, which was like over a year ago now um he he was so ambitious he uh went to the store, bought a webcam asked me like you know all all the things you know about like what do I need to get what do I need to do and i and I tried to help him out, but he was very easily discouraged with the fact that like when he would go online there'd only be you know like less than ten people viewing and i had to you know, kind of explain to him, you know, th- that's how it starts, though. And you kind of have to, it's more, and I think the problem with people that do jump into streaming um uh right away is they don't realize you have to grow your community by networking. It's not just, let me just turn this on, because when you, th- and especially depending on what game you are streaming, and I've learned this along the way, of course, depending on what, like if you're streaming a game like Call of Duty or Fortnite, where there's like hundreds of thousands of people viewing all these streamers, of course, you're going to get buried at the bottom of the list unless you get lucky and and someone wants to raid you that decides to, you know, you can view, browse and kind of browse by filtering out um, who has the least amount of viewers. And that's typically what a lot of people um, like to do is they'll go to the bottom and then be like, all right, let's raid this person and kind of just share the love, which is it's phenomenal. It's great. That's even a thing. But um, uh, I actually more recently had someone come to me for help as well. And um and he asked me a million questions and I helped him as much as I could. And unlike my buddy, um he just flat out quit. He was just like, I'm done. Even though he like went and bought the stuff that he needed. He was like, I'm good. Just because he got so discouraged so easily.
0: Well, and it it's much like that podcast grind. Like so many people come to like, oh, I'm going to start a podcast. And they're like, I'm going to be Joe Rogan tomorrow. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> like, man, a hundred, not even a hundred people are listening to my podcast. Like oh and then they get discouraged like since I, you know, i come from podcasting and i know what like the non-discoverable grind is all about like i was just yeah. like yeah whatever i'm gonna grind this out like i also i'm lucky that like people like you and some other people that i know that have more successful streams than me like you know your community has always been awesome to me and it's just like you just have to understand what you're here for like right you have to be like oh it's gonna come eventually or it's not
1: I think the whole thing, too, is to not think about it. You know what I mean? I think people go into it, the ones that easily get discouraged, I think they come into it um, with high expectations and thinking like, oh, you know, this is going to be great. But then they get they, they see that there's like nobody watching and then they're very quick to be like, well, fuck this. But I think the the most important thing is to just not think about it. You just have to have fun. I think that's the problem is that people aren't having fun. They're too busy concerning themselves with is this going to grow? Oh, I haven't seen any changes and whatever, you know what I mean? And I I think it's just all about going into it with no expectations and just having a good time with it and then kind of seeing where it goes on top of doing the grind of networking because I think the very the very important key thing to getting your and this is what I tell a lot of people that ask me for advice is to just find streamers that you relate to man the whether if it's a game that a certain streamer plays that you are into or you also play or just the community or the things that a streamer is into it you know chatting in the chat i know some people are very very um anti-social i guess for lack of a better word like they don't they're, they're too insecure to chat in the chat and say something they just like to lurk right um but what's great is that a lot of a lot of these streamers, myself included, you know, there's Discord servers where it's essentially a, a web forum. I mean, remember forums from back in the day on some good old fucking websites and stuff um, where you can like uh, kind of meet people with, you know, the same interests as you. And then that's kind of how you put yourself out there and just... Kind of like, you know, a lot of people and a lot of the most common uh, rules that streamers have is like don't self-promote, right? But if you go into their Discord channels, typically a lot of streamers have a channel specifically for self-promotion where people can go in there and be like, hey, check out my stream. I'm playing D&D or whatever it is that you're into. You know what I mean? Um, So I think that's the problem with what a lot of people have when they try to get into it. It's like, meh. I'm over it now. And, like, for me, it was like that in the beginning. But me, I kind of went in and just not giving a fuck. <laughs> you know? I was like, oh, there's six people. I'll never forget back in 2015. 2015 is when I first jumped on um, onto Twitch tr- attempting to stream. And it was just for funsies. It wasn't even, like, I had no intention of, like, trying to be a streamer. I just kind of hopped on and was like, let's see what this is all about. And, um... And I had like, you know, I don't know, like 10 people watching and it was like, whatever. And then fast forward fucking five years, five, not even five years, four years later. And I was like, all right, let's do this. And then you just got to grind. It's it's a hustle. It's, it's definitely a, a hustle. Oh, yeah, it's definitely a hustle.
0: It's definitely a grind. And like, though I don't have the biggest numbers in the fucking world, like it's been a steady uptick. And it also is really on my end caused me to step up my game on some of my production work. like because. You know, I've always done like a little bit of video editing. I've, you know, been video editing mm-hmm. the video version of this forever, but it's like, Oh, well, I'm now creating YouTube content out of the fucking fort out of the fucking streams. And for those of you who have not tuned into any of the YouTube content, my Fortnite content's weird. Like it's straight up weird. Like I drop in video clips from movies and audio from video- other video games and like a video I put up like a week ago has a full-on dance number from Marshmallow in it. <laughs> like I'm just like, I realized that I'm making content, especially with Fortnite, that the people who play Fortnite generally are too young to get, and the people that are old enough to get the jokes have no interest in
1: Fortnite. Dude, <laughs> isn't it insane how, like, <clears throat> Fortnite really has, <laughs> I don't even know how to put this, a very young community. And I mean, like, I've accidentally gotten thrown into a squad match where it had, I was with randoms that had their mics on and they would start talking. And you're like, How old are you? Are you like six? Oh my God. Does anybody have a mic on? Is your mic on? Can you hear me? And I'm just like, Oh my God. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs>
0: right. Oh, I, I mean, I don't do this anymore, but it used to be like you could just join in my party and I, there was definitely a stream where there was, like, four of us on, and we're all fucking adults. We all know each other. It's, like, the normal right? Monday night shit, and we're, like, you know, talking about sex, drugs, rock and roll while we're playing Fortnite. And, like, some fucking minor who was a family member of one of the people playing jumped in, and it's just, like, kid, your balls haven't dropped. You should not be here. Like, <laughs> kick the kid, because I am a party leader. Kid came when I- right back. Like, just would not fucking leave. It's, just like, stop. We're going to talk about things that you do not need to hear.
1: That's funny because I I I think it's funnier when I run into underage kids on Call of Duty because they will literally because I I have it like you know things are so different now than they were fucking God ten years ago. Um, we're like whereas ten years ago you'd be forced to hear the other team unless you like went in and actually muted everybody right like I don't want to hear your shit so I'm just gonna mute you so it was almost there was like no party system at all like okay you could just hear everybody and um, now on like all the consoles you know Xbox PlayStation you have like a, a party room now where you can like make it so that nobody can hear you except for your own party but you also have the option of like turning on public chat so that you can hear other people. And usually when I, you know, get curious and I turn on public chat and I hear all these boys that sound like little girls (laughs) talking about how like I'm a piece of shit, even though I whooped the shit out of them score wise, I'm just like, dude, come back to me when your balls have dropped. Holy shit. It's 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 hilarious.
0: See, I don't know why you would do that to yourself. Like, I don't know at what point you're so bored in your day that you're like, yeah, I'm going to go see what the fucking 12-year-olds have to uh, fucking dude, say. dude, I
1: actually laid into this one guy once. He definitely wasn't... I don't think he was a minor. At least he didn't sound like a minor. But he was talking such massive shit that if he was a minor, his mom would probably fucking ground him for a month with the way he was talking. <laughs> but, like, I, I wanted to mess with him. So it was even funnier. Um, Because occasionally I'll do this just, you know, because I like to be shitty. And... um. My friends started it by talking shit to him. So I stayed out of it. I was like, I don't even want any part of this shit. And then with the way they were talking to him, I was like, I have to hear what this guy is saying. So I turned on public chat and he was talking such massive shit that I I, I can't even remember. I actually have been meaning to clip this and you'll probably see the clip when I do post it because it was just it was too good. And I um I can't remember what happened, but he said something. And then I started laying into him. Cause he said something about like women or whatever. And I'm like, I am a female, you know, cause that's the one thing that people try to attack me for is being a female on call of duty. And I said, bro, cause he was on our team. I forgot to mention this part. He was on our team. So we turned, I turned on public just so I could hear him. Cause he was on our team and he was talking. cause we we're playing hardcore mode, so He was talking shit about getting accidentally shot. And then he finally accidentally shot me. So then I turned it on. And I can't remember what was said that, like, made me go off on this rampage. But I basically started talking about how, like, um, his mother doesn't love him and how, uh, you know, like, his dad says hi. (laughs) 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 Just kind of stuff of that nature. And then um, I said it was really weird, too, because, you know, like, your mom kept screaming your name every time she came. I don't know. It was kind of weird, dude. And just saying, like, really ridiculous, like, shit like that, that he just got really quiet and was like... And all he could say at all of that was, uh, "You're weird." <laughs> it was just kind of like, "Oh man, good times, good don't, times."
0: Don't bring the noise if you don't want it, kid.
1: I know, because he was—he wouldn't shut the fuck up. So then, finally, I started saying stuff, but I was saying it in a way where it was like I was being serious, you know, like, "Oh yeah, you know, your mom this, your dad da 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 da,", da. and then he just got really quiet, and then he was just like, "Uh." You're, you're weird. <laughs> and I'm like, that's all you can say to me, huh? Is that I'm fucking weird? <laughs> and I am. I am weird.
0: So <laughs> like, I'm already going through shit in my head that I'd be saying to this kid like, yo kid, what do you want for your birthday? Your mom and I are going to get you something special this year. I'm your dad now. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, dude, I, I, I just have no tolerance for, I don't public play anything. Like Fortnite, I only squat up with people I know like, and I'll do not fill if we don't have enough people, or I'll just do fucking solos. Like, I have no tolerance for playing with fucking randoms at this point. I just now. And also no. the back of my head, like, because almost anything I do, especially in Fortnite, is intended to become YouTube content at some point. The last thing I want is to tear into some fucking kid and then put it on YouTube and then be like, Uh, you don't have rights to my voice or some shit. Take that down.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Which is so weird because I, I feel like that's kind of like a like where is the gray area when it comes to like, um, you know, creating content? Because nowadays there are games where you can do like streamer mode where it doesn't show uh, other people's usernames, their screen names or whatever, their um, gamer tags, if you will. Um, so I've always wondered about that because it's like even if they're not talking and if I, you know, if I post a clip or something do you know anything about that like as far as like well you know
0: on a personal level um i started having people in my community that i play with sign model releases to give me rights to their voice and then mm-hmm. you know so for youtube content like i just got a generic model release on my discord that like hey if you're gonna play in any of my streams i need you to sign this
1: interesting
0: like i don't know if i have to but it's a good cya in my mind
1: no, that I mean, that's a very smart move as far like as far as like making sure that everything is you know legally in good legal standing, I suppose, because like for me, um whenever I play with I, I play with subscribers every week. So what I typically do is I always uh, put a disclaimer like, you know, here are the rules when you know, for so because before it used to be, I played with viewers, right? And that kind of got out of hand. <laughs> I wonder why because because, well, oh, yeah. Because also specifically because I don't want to be playing with underage kids. Um, Yeah, it's video games. We're having a good time. I just don't want any issues. Also, to have someone in a voice chat with me that sounds like their balls haven't dropped. (laughs) It makes me uncomfortable. You know what I mean? And so I I really struggled in the beginning when I first um, got into streaming full time. Like, do I want to make the age limit be 16? Like, what is what is the, the smarter move here? So then finally, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to do 18 only. You know, I'm a 36-year-old female. And it's like, how would someone feel if they found out that... Like, it's one thing for someone to find out, oh, you know, my son or my daughter was playing video games with a 36-year-old woman. But then what if they found out what this 36-year-old woman's past is? Then that becomes a little rocky weird kind of situation I don't want to find myself into. So then it kind of turned into, all right, you have to be 18 plus. And then because I deal with a lot of um, people, uh, you know, a lot of trolls and stuff like that, I finally decided this is just going to be a sub only type thing, um, which has been working just fine. But I still have that disclaimer of if you're going to play with me, you have to be okay with your voice being um, used on my streams. But I've never really done anything like you where I make people, you know, sign something. I feel like that's I mean, a smart move.
0: I can shoot you over the the model release. I just found one. Later. Yeah,
1: no, that, that sounds like a smart move, especially if you're like uploading content, which I'm going to be doing more of because I feel like the one thing that I've been lacking lately. And that's because I've got so much going on now, especially going back to school and whatnot, um, finding the time to be able to cut content and putting it out there and, and you know whatever else
0: oh i know it's so fucking time consuming it's i've talked about this on the show a bunch of times but it's kind of wild to me like i'm got so much more time in the day because i don't leave my fucking apartment right and you know (laughs) i obviously stay up on this but i used to be able to like work like work a nine to five or be on set and still get my contact my content you know out in time mm-hmm. and now it's like oh i'm just sitting around my apartment and i don't feel like i'm being productive enough even though i'm still pumping out multiple you know generally multiple videos a week minus that like month and a half gap there sorry guys
1: shit happens man
0: well it was, <laughs> shit happens and also like primarily with the Fortnite videos because like i'm not just uploading gameplay i'm adding to it and shit like you got to feel fucking creative about it and also i was with the Fortnite content, it was the people I regularly stream with getting their content, because I do them with multicam. Like, I will go from my camera...
1: I've done that before. Mm-hmm. ...to their camera. Yeah, yeah. Th-
0: and it's like, hey, motherfuckers, give me your goddamn content.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's like... So it's it's got to be tough to be able to kind of get people, like, on top of things as well. Like, hey, can I get this from you? And especially if there's multiple people involved. Because I've dealt with that before, too. And it's just like, okay, I quit. I give up. <laughs> or I'm just not going to put your your content in here <laughs> oh yeah i mean and
0: that's why i started doing other stuff like oh that's why i'm like oh hey here's my solo cyberpunk videos here's me playing telltale games it's just my stuff because mm-hmm. it's like i don't have to worry about anyone else's content getting to me in a timely fashion to get this out
1: right 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 yep yeah man it's crazy how like like what you were saying like being stuck at home i still feel like sometimes i'm not keeping myself busy (laughs) enough it's like i feel like i'm i've got so much going on which i do but at the same time a part of me always feels like i'm not busy enough but it's like (laughs) this is all i do i'm at home like what the fuck (laughs) Uh,
0: what i've realized about it is i feel like it's because none of its scheduled time right right like because right well both of us like pre-pandemic had some sort of fucking joe job on top of all the content creation we were right
1: talking. actually that's a very very valid point because i feel like having a schedule obviously it's less chaotic right there's more structure involved you're like okay i'm gonna get up i'm gonna do this i'm gonna you know yada 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 whereas now you know it's like you get up and you're like oh I have nowhere to be. <laughs> this is it. You know? I'm gonna do my own schedule. So it's like now I'm finding myself having to. It's interesting because in the beginning of the pandemic, I felt like I had a pretty well-structured schedule. Like my boyfriend and I would get up in the morning. I would um get a workout in, knock that shit out, like ass early too. I would get up at like seven, eight in the morning, get my workout done, and then get on my stream, start streaming for, you know, several hours and then that be that. And then, you know, end the evening with some reading and like, I felt like, and we, we were even, uh, we were even, um, uh, learning French together. Cause we were like, okay, we're stuck at home. What can we do to utilize our time? Right. And that went, that went well for several months. And then it got to a point where, you know, you start to get stir crazy a little bit. <laughs> And then I felt like my schedule kind of just fell apart a little bit where it was like, you know, at one point I was like, okay, I'm getting up and I'm doing things. I had like a ritual, you know, going. And then it went to a point where it was like, oh, God. Oh, what am I going to do today? Oh, God. Like, I have to be somewhere. No.
0: <laughs> oh
1: Man, the struggle is real.
0: It is. It is. <laughs> and I, I think like, you know, <clears throat> least for myself, I, I'm sure you can relate. In the before times when we had those Joe jobs to work around, it's like, oh, I know I have this window to get content done. So, like, right. I have to get it done when I have this free time. Now it's like, I can procrastinate a little bit.
1: Yeah, and that's the problem. Because it's like like you said, it forces you, like, okay, I have until Friday. I have to do this. You know what I mean? And then the day slowly approaches. Like, All right, I got to get this done. I-, I have until this time. This is my deadline, right? And then now because you have all the time in the world, ah, that could wait. Like I could do that tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes. And then you're like, you know what? I could, I could probably do that tomorrow too. And then next thing, you know, fucking two weeks pass and you're like, shit, I probably should (laughs) have done that. Maybe not two weeks, but you, you you get what I'm saying.
0: 100%. I mean, and now we drink because we have the hard, like Thursday noon deadline. I'm it's always out at Thursday noon, but it used to be like when I was working, like it was done Monday night, Monday night, thursday's episode was done like
1: wow wow yeah days in advance
0: yeah, yeah right? i used to be on top of shit it is now yeah. we're recording this at like tuesday early evening mm-hmm. uh this week's episode is not done it is not done like i worked on it a little bit last night i had every intention of waking up this morning before this to work on it i woke up this morning and then decided to soak in a bath and surf youtube for a while and then I'm like, I'm hungry. I went and got food. I came back. I'm like, oh, it's like an hour before recording time. I'm not going to really fire up Premiere to start editing right now. I'm going to have a cigar. And then here we are. And I've done nothing. You know what you
1: need to do? You know what you need to do? Well, Well, at least this works for me is now when I need to get something done, I try to give myself a reward. Okay, if you finish this, you can have that Kit Kat bar that's sitting on your fucking side table, but you have to finish this first. So it's almost like you have to be like, all right, you got to finish editing this podcast. Then you can have that cigar in the past. You know what I mean? I feel like that's kind of how I have to like convince myself to get shit done. And I recently just got back to started going back to school. And this is a perfect example because um, the semester just started last week. So um, what's today? Tuesday. So a week ago, yesterday, um semester started <clears throat> and you know it's been 18 years since i've been to school and i've never experienced like taking courses online right and um my god and i texted this to you briefly the other day like shit is so fast paced man like I spent all morning, and I was being very precious. I will admit that with like my my homework assignment, when I could have just gotten it done in fifteen minutes, instead it took me three hours. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I was like thinking too. De- I was overthinking things, you know, to say the least. But. Um, I'm finding myself now cause I, the example that I just gave a moment ago, I did that to myself this morning because I kept sitting here, I'm at my desk, I'm twiddling my thumbs. Oh God, how am I going to answer this, this question to this assignment? And I'm sitting here thinking, sitting here thinking, then I would start typing something and then I would stop and I would start thinking, thinking, and then I would get up and I would start wandering and I'm like, it's not due till midnight tonight. So I was like, you know, I started telling myself, "Oh, you can finish it after the podcast." And I was like, "No, no, 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 no!" So then I had to put my foot down and be like, "No, you have to finish this assignment before you do this podcast with Slayer." Um, and if you do it, you can have that Kit Kat bar that's sitting on your side table. So God damn it, I finished the fucking assignment three hours later, and then I ate that goddamn Kit Kat bar. So now. I don't have to worry about <laughs> finishing it after the podcast.
0: See, I, I have problems with delayed gratification. I just need to kick in and be like, "Man, I'll get around to it.
1: Yeah. See, I used to have that problem, but now I'm like, okay, strong willpower. Cruz, strong willpower. You can do this.
0: Cruz, you know me. Um, like, is strong willpower what people know me for?
1: <laughs> Fair. <laughs> like,
0: when you think strong willpower, do you think Matt Slayer? No. No, you do not.
1: I mean, typically I'd be like, all right, I'll just have one piece of the Kit Kat bar and I'll save the other three for later. But, um, yeah, I struggled for a little bit, but I'm finding myself because of, because I mean, like at the moment, I only have two courses that I'm taking, um, this semester, but a lot of it is you have assignments, like my psychology class, all my assignments are typically due Thursday. And then my sociology class assignments are due on Wednesday. But then I have another assignment that's due on Saturday. So it's like my sociology class is more fast paced because um, it's only for the first eight weeks of the semester. Um, So any course that you take that's only for the first half or the last half, it's going to be more fast paced because it's a shorter amount of time for you to learn everything. So I totally get that. But man, part of me started regretting it. I was like, should I not have taken (laughs) this? 8 week course and should have went with 16 but you know whatever it's i'm I've, i'm actually i've actually calmed myself today after completing my my first real assignment for this class um uh i felt i felt very uh, accomplished so now i'm just kind of like all right i have another assignment due on saturday <laughs> so when do i wait to do that but also a lot of my professors um kind of force you to not procrastinate because they kind of they deduct points when they see when you've completed the assignments because everything's online. So it's like if you wait to do everything all in one day, then they deduct points. And um, if you wait till the day before it's a due or the day of, you know, you obviously they deduct points. So it's that's like, bullshit. Kind of forces me. That's bullshit.
0: What? That's absolute bullshit. This is a deadline. If I make it by the deadline, it's made by the deadline. Make the deadline earlier if the expectation is. I have to get it in earlier. Fuck you for deducting points.
1: See, and you know what? I feel that same way too, dude, because um, like legit, this is this is just to give you an idea. They, so basically, because it's all online learning, right? Um, they have uh because I don't do the meetings, the cause they have different versions of online courses, right? They have the synchronous synchronous where you basically um meet on Zoom, like how we are right now. And the teacher actually gives a lecture, right? So you're, it's like you're sitting in class, but you're not physically there. You know what I mean? Um, whereas the um, courses that I'm taking, that you, you do it on your own time. And because of that, the teachers have all these stipulations where they're like, for example, um, this discussion board, you know, the assignment is due on Thursday, but you must um, complete the assignment before Thursday but you also have this is the fucked up part you have to respond because it's a discussion board you have to respond to two other students right but you can't do it on the same day that you yourself you know answer the question to the discussion so it's like if I if they're asking a question um for the discussion board and I answer the question I can't answer the question but then go and respond to two other people I have to wait A day or two because they don't want everything done all at once, which is kind of ridiculous to me because it's like, well, I mean, like, I'm getting my homework done. Like, what's the problem? So they want you to, like, spread everything out, which I still don't understand. Well, fuck that.
0: Fuck that. It's like, oh, you're expecting me to be the goddamn overachiever and get it in first so I can participate. Because if I wait till the last minute, like, no, fuck that. Like, set new deadlines if that's your expectation. It's it's like the same bullshit of, like, working in a restaurant industry where, like, oh, if you're on time, you're late. No, move my fucking start time up then.
1: Right, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> like, no, that, that is bullshit of like, oh, no, no, no. I know what we put on paper, what the expectation we told you is, but that's not really the expectation. No, tell me what your goddamn actual expectation is.
1: Like That's why I read the fine print on the syllabus is because it's like, they're like, oh, you know, like they put a little diagram out. Like, oh, if you post by this day... You know, then you get six, the full six points, for example, right? But then if you, you know, respond to two classmates, it's an additional two points, and then da 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 da, and then it has to add up to 20. And if, and if you wait till this day or whatever and only respond to one person, oh, and also the others, you know, obviously if you post something that doesn't, um, isn't insightful enough to, you know, continue the conversation, the discussion, then we deduct more points. So it's just kind of like all jumbled together. It's like just let me do the fucking assignment. Just let me answer the question, let me respond to my classmates. <laughs> and then you can decide on whether or not my answer to the discussion and what I've brought forth into the discussion is, you know, plausible, you know what I mean? <laughs> crazy. Yeah, but that's you- what keeps me on my feet, dude. I have to like, oh shit, it's wednesday i better go and see who i can you know oh god yeah good times
0: in the grand scheme of things i think it'll work out better for you especially once you get acclimated, because it'll take the place of like working on nine to five where you have a schedule so it'll be back to like oh i have to get this done at these times i gotta do this shit i'll have to work around it to get my content done i think it'll help your content game in the grand scheme
1: Oh no, absolutely, actually. I know I'm complaining about it now, but in all honesty, I think the whole point of, of me even bringing this up is that I do love that it kind of forces me to not just be productive, but to kind of set a schedule for myself. Like, okay, this needs to be done. And I'm going to, you know, and I can't procrastinate because of that, which is great because procrastination is one of my, uh, my biggest faults. <laughs> It's like, I'll wait till the day of an hour before I'm one of those, you know, like I'll wait till the uh, hour before, like, oh shit, I forgot to buy a goddamn birthday present for my nephew. Hold on a second. <laughs> Let's go on to the store real quick. The day of, you know, I'm one of those.
0: <laughs> you and me both like this year has, you know, I've been self-employed for a couple of years now, but it's been like self-employed, like, oh, I had call times. I had to be on sets. I had like clients that I had, was accountable to. Right so, right. so that was still like, I'm self-employed, but like, I have to be here at this certain time. I know I'm going to be blocked out for this many hours for whatever. Mad props to those successful creators that are just like, no, I'm all self-contained. I'm not working for anybody else. I'm just doing my own thing and still fucking turn shit out. Like,
1: yeah, dude,
0: The the struggle yeah. is fucking real. Like anyone who's like watching your favorite YouTube creator and like, holy fuck, like that's the dream job. That's so fucking easy. Like, no.
1: It's it really upsets me when people say that that's fucking easy, like the haters, the trolls that are like, get a real job because that's been said before, you know, like how many times have I seen trolls be like, get a fucking real job what the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? Or, or what you do is just too easy and la, 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 And it's like, no, it's not. <laughs> you try fucking sitting here and, and try to have a personality and like, you know, entertain people while also trying to grind and and continuously put yourself out there as well as content to, um you know, to further what it is that you're trying to fucking do. I mean, it's just not fair when people say that kind of shit, man.
0: Yeah, Stop. streaming is like a job where you literally could show up to work put in an eight-hour day, and make technically lose money on the day. Because, like, oh, hey, not a single sub, not a single bit came in, and I spent money on gear. I spent, you know, the electricity to run this shit isn't free. No. Like, I technically lost money on the day on providing entertainment for people.
1: Yep. Yep. It really is, like, cost money to make money, man, you know? Just, like, back to my buddy that... That, like, invested, you know, got the camera, got the whole shebang, but then, like, was very quick to be I, – I don't even think he gave it a week, if I remember correctly. I think he essentially gave up after a couple of days and then would occasionally kind of hop on, but it was more so just for the fun of it Um, and then just flat out quit because he was just like, I'm not really – it's it's cuz it, it it's an ego thing for a lot of people I'm not specific i'm not like directing this to my friend in general it's an ego thing when people see that the numbers are low they're like oh my god do i suck or is it ever going to get better and then they get impatient and that and that's another thing too it's not just ego it's also patience people don't have the patience to see things grow you know um like i had a girlfriend who was dating someone who she's a fashion designer and um she was dating someone that told her uh it's just a hobby you know like you're like what are you doing like it's not going anywhere you know what i mean i think it was like 6 months after they had that conversation and they had already broken up at this point her company just fucking blew the fuck up and she was pulling in numbers per month where i was just like can i have some of that money right? <laughs> like h- holy shit and, and it's because she had patience. No matter how many times her her ex like demeaned her and told her um, your, your company is never going to go anywhere, like it's just a hobby, you should just quit now while you're ahead, you know, like it, you would think to anybody else that would make someone want to quit. Like, oh, God, you're telling me I should quit. Maybe I should quit. But no, she said, fuck you, fuck that. I'm going to continue to pursue this. She was patient. And voila, she fucking is so successful. It's, it's ridiculous how successful she's become and she didn't allow anyone to um to tell her otherwise and that's the problem with people when it comes to doing anything especially you know with a specific specifically talking about streaming patience people are too impatient they're just kind of like oh i had two viewers fuck this shit i'm done you know well
0: and And the other thing about it is there is zero wrong with doing this as a hobby like you don't have to do this professionally like oh no
1: absolutely yeah 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 yeah. if like, we're talking about that i was just talking about well, no, her uh, being a, you know, yeah but yeah I mean, no the, there's nothing wrong with doing this is a hobby I mean, and the,
0: that's well. just a toxic partner either fucking way to be like hey you should stop doing this thing you love either way if it's a hobby or it's a profession telling right, you right that, right that's so fucking toxic like oh hey i love bowling. like i say, i love bowling which i own a bowling shoes i don't love bowling but <laughs> like, <laughs> like Matt, you should stop bowling it's never going anywhere you're never going to be a professional bowler like i don't want to be a professional fucking bowler i just want to go get drunk
1: and throw a ball down a lane for right fun. right right i get what you're saying yeah yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. that's
0: toxic as fuck and if you want to get into streaming just to do it as a fucking hobby fucking do it that's honestly the better way to go about it like all every fucking youtube channel that is like hey i'm a mid-tier streamer but i'm a giant successful youtuber coaching people on how to be successful streamers or like don't spend money on it and they're right don't fucking spend money yeah. on it unless you're like gun ho as it as a hobby or you're just like yeah i got money to burn
1: right because you Cause made- that's another thing too people spend money and then they start complaining about it i just spent all this money to upgrade this that and the other thing, and then i still only have 10 viewers you know what i mean and it's just kind of like well, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, I, I've at least lied to myself well. I've been like, any upgrade I've made to my stream is like, oh, I can use this for real production work too.
1: And that's a thing too, though. You know what I mean? Like, um, I have this mic that I use for my stream, and I know I can use it for my po- It's Like, a lot of the things that I use for my stream, I know I can use for other things as well, you know? So it's like... It's like a win win <laughs> either yeah. way, you know? No,
0: no, I'm right there with you. Yeah. Like, at the beginning of the pandemic, I built a new PC and I'm like, this is an editing PC just because it happens to be able to play games.
1: It can, it's uh, fucking gaming PCs are beastly as fuck for those that are listening that like have no idea the power of like, you know, how powerful a lot of like my dad bought a gaming PC, but he uses it to edit videos. I'm like, Dad, why did you buy a gaming PC? And he's just like, Oh, because you know the RAM and this and that. And he gets all technical on me. And I'm like, Well, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, that, so, they're beastly fucking machines, man. That,
0: that's how I justified the amount of money. Like, I built, I built a brand new system from the ground up at the beginning of the pandemic. I'm like, Oh, y'all sending me 1,200 bucks? All right, that that's a down payment Hell on a yeah. That's a down payment hey. on a new PC. And then I built that because when I first started streaming, I was streaming on my Xbox. Hell, my early streams don't even have a face cam because like the Xbox didn't have one that you could use like when you're streaming mm-hmm. from the xbox app like you have to get a like a third party webcam and then it's just like ugly webcam that you can't edit at all just in the corner like yep Dude,
1: I'm that's what i hated about my my earlier streams my earlier streams i streamed directly from my playstation and you can't really the only option it gives you for the camera is either upper left corner upper right corner bottom left bottom right and um you can't really do much. You can't increase the size. You know, I mean, you could increase the size, but that was pretty much it, and it looked awful. <laughs> and um, and the thing that I hated because this is before I, I ended up getting a gaming PC, I hated the fact that if I wanted to switch games, it would turn my stream off. Yep. Because if you're directly streaming from a console, um, you'd have to turn it off. And so if you have like 30 viewers streaming directly from your console, and you're like, All right, let's switch games, guys. And you turned it off your stream, you're gonna lose all those viewers. And you know, unless you tell everybody, I'm gonna be right back. And even if you even when I did that, when I would be like, I'm gonna be right back, guys. Don't go anywhere. Like, I would switch games and then I wouldn't have the same amount of viewers as they did before because they were like, Oh, she turned off her stream, whatever. You know what I mean? Fucking yeah.
0: sucked. Oh, yeah, no, that shit sucked. Um, yeah, that's just like, like, that's why I was like, nope, I need a capture card. I need, you know, to actually have a PC to do this. And then from there, like I had camera gear, so it was just trying to find a good solution for my webcam situation. And, uh, for a while there I was using a capture card and like one of the camcorders I use for in-studio podcasts.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm just like, I mean, this gives a okay picture. It's okay. I mean, the sensor's not huge on those things. At least I can you know mm-hmm. Zoom and all that shit. And then like around uh, Black Friday. I'm like I could justify a new DSLR. Like okay. I shoot I shoot <laughs> shit. Like so I dropped I dropped money on a new DSLR. Which yeah
1: look at them it. see
0: nice yeah exactly nice, nice yeah nice crisp picture. I it's cri-
1: I was gonna say it's crisp it's crisp crisp.
0: And then I also dropped money on like I'm recording. I'll put it pull it into frame on a shotgun mic
1: nice
0: so i'm recording on a road ntg4 plus but once again i do production work like having a shotgun mic in my kit is something that's easily justifiable for right i mean it's also a little silly since i for those of you that are watching the video version cruises on a short sm7b and anyone who's mm-hmm. ever seen an in-studio version of this knows I own one of those. I own a few of them.
1: Right I, right. I very
0: well could have set up a boom arm and used that as well. But I'm like, no, but I want the shotgun mic. I want to use the shotgun mic. I just...
1: Hey, it works, dude.
0: But yeah. I, I already had, you know, I obviously I already had a board, a bunch of audio equipment. Like, I bought this green screen and that, you know, I have... The type of green screen is the one that collapses into like a metal frame.
1: Oh, yeah. Is it the... um. Is it the... Uh, it's a knockoff the of the El Gato? El Gato.
0: It's a knockoff the of Ga-
1: it. It's a knockoff. Okay, okay. okay. Like I, I know which
0: one you're talking about. Yeah. I got it at, on overstock for under 100 bucks.
1: That's nice.
0: Yeah, I'm like... Nice. It's a green screen, and it has, it's not like... I thought it was going to be like, you know, one of the girls at a convention, how their banners pull out, and you have to mount it on the pole. You know what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I
0: thought it was going to be like that, and it's like, no, it's got the hydraulics in the back to just slowly pull it up and down. So that's
1: nice. Yeah. See, like when I, when I moved, cause I moved, um, in the middle of the pandemic, <laughs> it was time to move. Um, I was gonna, I was gonna I, uh, paint the walls. Well, my boyfriend was going to paint the walls. He was going to paint the walls, uh, chroma green. And, um, because of the pandemic, it was really difficult to find a place. Like we were going to go to one of those, um, cinema studios to pick up the paint and just became a pain in the ass to get. So long story short, I ended up just getting a sheet, for the time being, but I, I eventually want to just paint the wall behind me so that I don't have to worry about, you know, like the smoothness of a fucking, uh, cloth to make sure that, um, you know, everything's fine. Yeah. But, no, um, no but wrinkle yeah. in
0: the chroma. It's, and it's, it's, annoying. it's annoying. And that's another thing that like, for me, I'm s- kind of thankful for 2020. I didn't know shit about using chroma keys before the pandemic. Really? Yeah. Like, like, you look at the kind of shit I, Get involved with shooting, like none of it. You no, know, no one's using chroma keys on adult sets for the most part.
1: No, that's true. That's a, that's true. I understand that. Yeah, 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 for sure. For like sure. I, unless I, you're making a fucking parody of Batman or something.
0: Yeah, <laughs> unless, unless you're Axel Braun or Wood Rocket.
1: Right. Those right. are like
0: the two studios that. Hell, Wood Rocket's um studio in Vegas years ago had a full chroma wall, like a huge, and I just like. That's neat. I don't know how that works. <laughs> and because like I got this screen and then I started experimenting with it and, you know, I'm doing stuff. I don't know if you saw like the video I did last month where like I'm in the White House.
1: Oh, that was a I, I think I saw like a thumbnail or something and I was like, wait, what is that? And I, I didn't actually get to watch it. So,
0: But yeah, I chroma keyed myself behind the fucking president's desk.
1: Like, Wait, I think I did see that. <laughs> like, there, I think you did like a variation of, didn't you do like a string of different backgrounds or something where you were like, I think I saw those.
0: I did one. So like in November, I did one behind like the President of the United States podium. And like, these are all. All just me begging people for Twitch subs. That's all they really okay, are. Okay,
1: yeah, I think I did see those, actually, now that you're talking about it. I'm like, yeah, I did see those. I <laughs> like
0: the progression of them, because, like, the one I did in November was with um my old DSLR, and I didn't, like, I bought, I went and bought some softboxes, too. Like
1: Lighting is key, especially is. with Chroma. With right. Chroma Green. I mean, you saw me before we started today. I was like, I think I accidentally kicked my light stand, because I have my lights permanently set up in my battle station where i stream so i don't have to touch it all i have to do is turn it on do my stream and i'm good to go or when i podcast but when i turned it on today um i was like what the hell is going on with my lighting but anyways we fixed it to that yeah, you know, cruise looked our like, our like a 90s was.
0: porn box cover
1: that was amazing yeah. <laughs> so
0: blown out i'm like Cruz, is that you or is that Chasey Lane? Like, what's going on oh, here? <laughs>
1: oh my god, what a reference. <laughs> <laughs> Showing my fucking age
0: right now. Shit.
1: <sighs> Holy crap, dude. Oh my god.
0: But and like <clears throat> the, for me, it's just been like, oh, okay. And now I learned, you know, how to like my chroma better. And, you know, I'm learning all this other shit. Like that it's just like I got the time, so I'm gonna learn. And that's anyone who's not. Who's got all the fucking time in the world around, like, from the pandemic or whatever? If you're not trying to learn something that you're interested in, you're fucking up.
1: I was just going to say that to, to your point. I was actually going to say the same exact thing because there's too many people right now that are complaining, you know, because they're bored, right? I'm like, you're only bored because you're making yourself fucking bored. There's no reason for you to be bored when you're stuck at home, Um there is so much that you can do. Me, since the pandemic, I've read so much more. <laughs> since the pandemic started, I have not like I I couldn't tell you how many books I've read, but since it started, I've like kind of started indulging in a lot of um, different books. And uh, right now, I'm currently reading the uh, The Happiness Hypothesis by John Haidt, which is essentially um, talking about psychology and and philosophy as like one kind of thing. Which is really great, um, and then of course you know the comic books and graphic novels that I've occasionally picked up or ones that I am revisiting, but um, but and, and like I said earlier in the beginning of the show, I uh, uh, not I don't want to say started but revisited, uh, relearning if you will, and continuing to learn French. It's like what a time to learn a new language, man. You know what I mean? There's apps for that, um, and there's all, all sorts of stuff. I I, I don't know why people um, are complaining (laughs) because if, when you're stuck at home, do something with your time, man, there's so much that you can do from home. It's, it's such a ridiculous idea that like you have to, to be somewhere to be able to do anything. You know?
0: I mean, there's, Definitely things I miss. I definitely miss going out to bars. I definitely go miss travel. I miss, miss of course social. socializing
1: and whatnot. Of course, th- these are the things that everybody. I'm sure. I mean, I myself, we all miss, right? Like being able to to talk to people, and that's why I'm thankful for the technology that we do have. Because I mean, in the beginning of the pandemic, you know, being able to um, to group Skype, group uh, Zoom, group uh, uh, FaceTime, even you know what I mean, like group Facetiming with with friends and and hanging out and doing like um, Jackbox games <laughs> with friends. You know what I mean um <clears throat> that is that's like uh i'm thankful for all of these different things that we do have techno- technologically speaking that were could you imagine being in a pandemic dude when we couldn't communicate
0: could it, like come on that, 1918 when like the last big one was can you imagine doing this shit in 1918
1: that's what i tell people i'm like dude we actually have technology yeah play some fucking video games, man. (laughs) Like, You know what I mean? Like
0: almost anything you want to learn about is on YouTube. Like there is someone talking about with some level of authority about almost anything you want to learn about.
1: There's so much man. Like knowledge is everything. And we have all these things at our fingertips. You know what I mean? Like I think that's great too, you know, being back in school and whatnot is that a lot of the, um, since I don't do the, um, the scheduled Zoom meetings, you know, the Zoom classes, if if I should call it that. Um, so, because of that, m- a lot of my professors they put um, like TED Talks for like the lecture notes for me to refer to when I do the assignments. Which I'm kind of I'm kind of into it, man. I'm into it, you know. Before I, I, you know, I was kind of into TED Talks and stuff, but I'm even more so now because I'm like, oh man, I'm learning something right now. <laughs> hell
0: yeah, hell yeah. And like a lot of it, <clears throat> if you're trying to do creative stuff, is just wherever your imagination can take you. I know for me personally, some of the things I've done in like the YouTube videos and stuff like that, was like, I want to do this. How do I accomplish that? And like, just fall down rabbit holes of like tutorial videos and shit like that to try to figure out how I can create what I came into my head.
1: And that's what's amazing too. Like me, you know, I co- you know, I cosplay and I build my own props and um, create my own costumes and whatnot. And it's like, being creative, I think is very important, especially in a time like this, because it kind of, even if you were never creative before, dude, when I made my reverse bear trap for my um, Dead by Daylight sock um, cosplay, literally all I did was research on Google, researched on Google and found the best possible combination of videos to kind of reference, use as reference for me building my reverse bear trap. And it's like, if I can fucking do that, Anybody can fucking do anything. You know what I mean? It's it's so easy to just do DIY a lot of shit. Yeah, it's fun too, man. It's fucking fun.
0: I, for fuck's sake, at least people of our age. When we were fucking kids, our parents kicked us out and like go do something fun. And we had to we had our imaginations. That's how we fucking entertained ourselves. Like you made you did not make believe with your friends, or you you know played with fucking action figures. You no. Know, yeah, shit like that. That was all your imagination. That shit's been squashed by, you know, day-to-day life. This is an opportunity to fucking, re- fucking grab some of that shit and take it back.
1: Hell yeah, man. That's true, though, to your point. Again, uh, like, I, remembering childhood and how we didn't have the things that we have now. Kids have it way too easy these days, dude. Way too easy. I remember before cell phones were a thing and people having to show up. I had, like, a, a friend show up to my house because she was like, I forgot your phone number. So she just showed up. But that was like normal back then. I, c- I can't imagine anyone showing up to my house and being like, I forgot your phone number. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like what the fuck's wrong with you? What
0: are you doing here? Hell, one of my oldest friends at this point, like in high school, the way we became better friends was like, you know, we knew each other from school. We'd hung out a couple times, like, you know, community things. I was in his neighborhood hanging out with some other friends. I'm like, oh, I think that dude lives on this block. And I just pretty much went up and down the block, like yelling his name until he popped out of his house. I'm like, dude, what are you doing here? I'm like, Dude, you do live here. Cool.
1: That is hilarious.
0: I'm <laughs> like, I'm so friends with that, dude. Like, You do that's that today, funny. people would be like, you're a fucking psychopath. What's wrong with you?
1: And that's what I'm saying. Like, if that ever happened now, people would be like, you're a psycho. You know what I mean? But it's like, that's how, that was what life was like when we were younger. Yeah. You know? Like, I'll never forget that. Her showing up to my house, knocking on the door, and then... My mom being like, "Oh, your friend is here," and then I, I'm like, "Oh, hey!" And I was kind of surprised. She's like, "I forgot your phone number. <laughs> Did you want to come with me to the mall?" I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's, just, it's totally normal. Totally normal.
0: Or the fact that like if you made plans with someone, they have to either show or you just fucking left them. Like, you know, hey, we're gonna be up at the mall at this point and this point in the mall. Like, if you don't show at a certain point, just like I'm out. That's it.
1: Because there was no way to get a hold of anybody back yeah. then. There was no texting. And even if you had a pager, like in the later years, like, even then, you'd still have to find a phone. Oh, fuck. I need to find a phone. Quick. I got to call this person.
0: (laughs) And that's assuming I was paging you from a um, a fucking payphone that could take incoming calls.
1: Yeah. Douglas. Dougie. Dougie. Dougie being a pain in my ass, as always. As as
0: Dougie does. As Dougie does. (laughs) But it's just, like, the difference. Honestly, I feel like the younger generation, though they have more things, are actually at more of a disadvantage, you know, coming up than what we were. Because, like, you and I both have done this. We both did, like, fucking rideshare driving at one point.
1: Yeah, oh, my God.
0: And, like, you get a fucking young man in the car. They can't, like, you try to start a conversation just to be fucking polite. And they're just like, what? You're trying to interact with Dude. me. In, you're trying to interact with me in meat space. What's wrong with you?
1: That it's 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 interesting because I feel like also that's what keeps people from growing, I guess, for the la for lack of a better word for what I'm trying to to say here. I mean, a good example is you know, pre-pandemic, of course. You could walk into any restaurant and, and then I saw this way too often. Walking to a restaurant and seeing couples. And not even necessarily couples. It's just more sad when it's couples, you know? Um, But just any groups of people that are just on their phones. They're just on their phones like this. Everybody. There could be a table of six people and they're all just doing this. And then it was more sad when it's couples because it's like, you guys are so engrossed into your phones right now. Like, what the fuck is going on here? You know what I mean? It's like people have kind of lost... Their grip on reality that they're just so I got I got to see what's going on like is there something important on your phone like one of my biggest pet peeves is would in again pre-pandemic going to the movie theater god I miss going to the movie theaters by the way um going to the movies and I've had way too many friends that have been guilty of doing this and it bothers me to no end where I'll literally me when I'm at the movie theater I put my phone on silent and I don't touch it. Damn right. I don't care if I see it light up from underneath or whatever, or it vibrates or something. You're not going to see me even get tempted to, to fucking peep. The only way I'll ever do that is if I'm expecting a very important phone call. You know, like if my mom's, if someone's in the hospital and they're like, make sure you answer your phone. And I happen to be at the movie theater. Yeah, I'll fucking check it. But unless it's, if it's a non-emergency, I don't touch my fucking phone because it's I'm being respectful to people around me. And I, it's just, it's like what I'm watching a fucking movie. Why do I want to look at my phone? And I've had way too many fucking friends that'll literally be scrolling through Instagram. I'm like, are you enjoying the movie over there? Like, what are you doing? Like straight up? So like, it's one thing to be texting, but straight up, like you really had to check Instagram right now. Like, what are you doing, bro? No,
0: nah, I got no tolerance to that shit. Like, if your phone comes, I out hate pat- that shit if so your much. Phone comes out past the trailers, like I'm never going to a movie with you again.
1: Yeah, and I and I, I remember one girlfriend who just could not stop putting picking up her phone and put, and I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Like, like stop! It's it, it's just so obnoxious. I mean, like I get I get irritated when p- strangers do that shit, but when I'm with someone that's sitting next to me doing that, I'm like, bro. <laughs> oh, I've gotten
0: You're going away. I've gotten confrontational with people in theaters over it
1: like oh yeah me i'll straight up i'll I'll fucking throw popcorn at your fucking stupid face if you, <laughs> if I mean,
0: you like I, I don't i don't want to be a narc but it's like one of the things i love about the arc light is like if you go tell the staff like someone's looking at their phone they will kick them the fuck out
1: good because it's it's annoying and obnoxious when it's like an, when it's like a <sighs> ongoing continuous thing like through the duration of the film right because you know what is, you know what's worse though and I'm sorry to cut you off is when their brightness of their phone is on you know when you're in a dark theater and that's another thing too even though I don't fuck with my phone I'll still put the brightness on the lowest possible setting in case it like lights up when it vibrates or something <laughs> Um, but uh, the worst is when people have their brightness 100% because as soon as they unlock their phone it just illuminates It's almost like it's illuminating the room. And I'm like, and I'll look over and be like, do you mind?
0: (laughs) No, no, I'm like, I'm here for an immersive experience. You are taking me right the fuck out of it by looking at your phone right now. And that's why, like, I love theaters so fucking much because, like, I'm, yo, you get me on my couch, even if it's a movie I love, I'm a fucking addict. I'll look at my phone. Like, right. I, I may turn down the lights, make it pitch black in here, but I will probably still look at my phone at some point during the movie in my in my house.
1: In well, your home, right. yeah.
0: But the minute I'm in a theater, like, all that temptation is gone because it's like, oh, I have respect for the people around me on top of, exactly,
1: like, I'm here for it's, an immersive exactly.
0: experience.
1: Exactly. I mean,
0: hell, you and I watched a good chunk of the last, like, third phase of the Marvel movies together on premiere nights. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> I would have killed someone. Killed someone if a phone had yeah. come out.
1: Yeah. Yep. Uh, I hate that shit, dude. Oh,
0: it's the fucking but worst. man,
1: do I miss going to the theater now that we're talking about it. Oh, me too. <laughs> me too.
0: I mean, like... Uh, have just, you
1: have you seen any movies that were like, that should be in the theater that are like, oh, you can watch it on HBO or whatever?
0: Well, no, I haven't. Because it's one of those things we're like, it's a weird hypocrisy in my brain. where, like, oh, I would have probably happily paid 20 bucks to go see Tenet at a theater. Probably would have oh, man. done it in a heartbeat. Be like, oh, new Christopher Nolan, J.D. Washington. Sure, I'll spend 20 bucks to see what this is about. And then buy it on iTunes for $20. Nah, not doing that.
1: So you haven't seen the movie?
0: Mm-mm. Have you?
1: Um, yes.
0: Is it worth the 20 bucks?
1: Dude, I wish I I wish I could see it in the theater, but no, it's great. It's a good movie. It'll make you. It will just your brain is just. <laughs> you're gonna be like, oh my god! <laughs>
0: but I'm about that. I'm I'm all about that. It's just one of those things. Where no, like, I love
1: it. I I like it.
0: Something in my brain was just like, oh, I will pay twenty dollars for the experience. I don't want to pay twenty dollars to just own the film. I I don't know, like. It makes yeah. no sense. Yeah, because they don't give you the sense. option
1: to rent. It's more like, hey, this movie should have been in theaters, but um, you can buy it. <laughs> well,
0: and some of the times iTunes is like, oh, you can rent it for 15 $16. i am like, uh, nah, I'm cool.
1: It's like at that point, if you're going to rent a film for that much money, it's almost like they're forcing you to just buy it. Yeah. I forgot what movie I almost did that with. I can't remember what the fuck movie it was, but I remembered... Um, we were looking at it and it said, oh, rent it for, I can't remember how much, but like 15 bucks just for the sake of the, the story. But you could buy it for five bucks more. You could buy it basically. And it was like, well, at that point, why would I want to rent it for 24 hours at that price when I could just buy it and own it? But then what if I hate the fucking thing? Then I just own a movie I don't like. <laughs> like you know? Yeah, yeah. But how many people have have actually had that kind of way of thinking though like oh well why am I going to spend 15 bucks to rent a film when for five bucks more I can own it and then they just say fuck it and just buy the film because they feel like it's more worth it at that point I don't know I'm sure there's a lot of people that have done that though
0: oh I'm sure I mean I'm sure they're banking. Yeah. I'm sure they're absolutely banking on that too it's just I'm willing to pay the money for the experience like I want the popcorn I want a cherry coke I want some Reese's Pieces
1: Oh hell yeah! Bunch of crunch baby in the popcorn. <laughs>
0: right, like I, I want, I want to be there with friends. Like I, I think that's part of it. Like, if it was safe to do something, <clears> like <throat> it was a friend on my couch, and we're like, let's watch Tenet together. I'd probably drop twenty bucks to like share that experience with a friend. But just sitting here on my couch for you know to drop the twenty bucks, it's just like uh, I have a thousand other movies. Literally a thousand other movies I could watch.
1: Right, I get it. I totally get it. I mean, yeah, it, yeah, yeah.
0: It, it's not particularly rational on my part. I, I acknowledge that. <laughs> I acknowledge that it's a weird, weird thing. Like, I I buy a lot of fucking movies off iTunes, but it, like,
1: I'm like, oh yeah,
0: I'll buy that for. I, I tend not to spend more than ten bucks on a movie I'm buying.
1: Right. It's just weird. It's expensive, man.
0: Yeah. It's like, but you go to the fucking ArcLight or you go to the fucking. The um the Chinese and it's like oh hey twenty five dollars just to get in and then that doesn't even count concessions. We used to do that show. Yeah, next thing you know,
1: you're blowing like fucking fifty dollars just on yourself.
0: Yeah, we used to do that show all the time. Like, that's another thing with the pandemic that was just like made me look at like what my spending habits were pre-pandemic. Like, I used to not blink at like a hundred dollar bar tab for myself.
1: You know, that's a very good point, though like pre-pandemic just thinking about the expenses just from everyday shit even from like eating out not just like going to the movies but also like eating out um doing this doing that and then like even traveling to work driving to work and all the gas money that you fucking spend to go to work and then being stuck you know going from that to being stuck at home i'm sure though you know i say this now like oh yeah you know spending money on food but you know I'm sure people have spent a lot of money on Postmates and like deli- like you know any kind of like food delivery, but um, which is not entirely a bad thing because you're still giving back to the businesses that are still open and putting food in our mouths. But um, mm, so, uh, it, it, what's your thoughts on that?
0: Well, the, the problem is, unfortunately, like these companies are essentially just raping these local businesses. Like, I totally understand if you're a small business not having a full-time delivery driver, especially pre-pandemic. Especially in (laughs) LA where you have to pay the minimum wage. Like back in the day in like 2000 when I was a pizza delivery driver, like we made delivery fees and tips. Like you had a shift and you just hang out. And when deliveries came in, you made your delivery fee and you made tips. Otherwise you weren't being paid shit. I totally get why a small business doesn't want to pay some guy $15 an hour plus tips to to just hang out. If it's a slow night or anything. But on the other hand, DoorDash, Grubhub, Postmates are eating 30 fucking percent on fucking deliveries. Like, how is that right or fair?
1: Yeah, I mean, I have found myself, I don't, we don't, we don't typically um, order food often. It's a, a very, very, like once a week, if that, you know what I mean? Like, oh, it's Sunday cheat day. Let's fucking order some food. It's not like, because I know people that order food every day, you know what I mean? And I'm just like, where are you getting the money to fucking do that, dude? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But some people just don't fucking cook, I guess. I don't know. So they're able to order food to last them a while. I don't know, whatever the case may be. That aside, um, we don't really spend that much. We don't really, let me rephrase that sentence. We don't really order food that much. What I'll do is I'll um get a bunch of groceries and I'll just meal prep some food and then we'll eat that for like the entire week typically. But man, when you think about like all the times that we were able to go out, like oh, let's go eat at this restaurant. Not that we ate that often. We didn't really eat. even before the pandemic, we never really ate out often. But you know, we occasionally did but you save a lot of money from Oh yeah I am not doing that anymore man tell I, you what I,
0: When, when I eat out my regular eat outs were fairly cheap like I used to go to Elbow Room on Kwanga on Monday nights for their fucking $10 pie but I would drop 50 60 bucks in drinks while I was there
1: Ah uh, see that's that's for the that's where the money gets spent man that's why when I stopped drinking out even before the pandemic when I stopped drinking I was like I'm saving a lot of money not drinking right now <laughs> because you go out <clears throat> and, um, and like, fucking hell, do they rape you on like, you want a shot, a one shot of whiskey? And they're like, okay, that's 15 bucks, 20 bucks, depending on the place. Yep. I'm like, 20 bucks. So, like, I would buy around. All right, who wants a shot? All like, right, okay, that's gonna be 60 bucks for, uh, Plus tip. those three shots. And I'm like, excuse me, <laughs> like, what?
0: Yeah. And, so, and you gotta tip your server, like, you gotta, you know,
1: yeah. It's
0: insane. It, and like, we've both been in LA long enough, and you're you're from fucking up north, anyways, where it's already expensive. But like,
1: fuck yeah, dude, San Francisco. Yeah. Oof.
0: We're we're you know we're so used to LA prices, like I forget like when I travel to other places to visit friends, like holy fuck, everything's so fucking cheap here. Like I'm just so jaded <laughs> to fucking how like. A friend came in from Austin pre-pandemic, like back in February last year, and it was like. Dude, in Austin, I could get a beer and a shot of Jameson for $6. I'm like... <laughs> oh, my
1: God.
0: <laughs> Not here. There is no place here. And then you, you you, couldn't even do that if you were buying your own six-pack and a bottle of Jameson. It wouldn't come out no, that price. No, if you
1: wanted to buy oh, my God, no. You <laughs> you That is insane. We're
0: just so conditioned to, like, this is what shit costs. And it, it, that's it,
1: why it's funny when people visit, like you know, obviously pre pandemic, when people would come visit from out of town and they would see how much things cost around here. I'm like, It's LA. Are we at a fancy place or something? No, 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 honey. We're this is just LA. Yeah, like oh Welcome hey, to LA.
0: Rest in peace one oh one diner. But like you'd go to the one one and like oh, rest in peace one oh one, rest in peace.
1: That was I loved that place, man. Me oh, too. So heartbreaking.
0: It was the first place I ever ate at in LA. Like before is I Is it really? To- oh yeah. Because uh, oh, I had friends that lived in the Hollywood Towers before I moved here. So, like, that was the first place that we ever went for food. I came in from Vegas yeah. to visit them, and, like, it was right there.
1: That was the best place to go to, like, after an of drinking. Oh, hell yeah, yeah. But, you know, because they'd be open till three, four in the morning. And it was like, rolling in there drunk. Let me get some pancakes, man. You know what I'm saying? But, like, eggs and pancakes <laughs> oh, would fuck. still
0: cost you, like, 20 bucks after it all said and done.
1: Also, yes. <laughs> <laughs> But this is just what we're used to paying
0: here in L.A. But, like, yeah. you go and, like, other parts of the country, are like, wait a minute, two eggs and pancakes cost you $20? Was there gold in those pancakes? Like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That place was really good, though. It was. Oh, oh I mean,
0: I, I miss, the, like, it's one of those places that I'm really bummed that, like, the pandemic killed it.
1: I'm really bummed about it too. I remember that one of the one of my funniest memories of being there was was seeing uh, it was like a casual Saturday afternoon. I can't remember maybe Sunday, and uh, both Jason Segel and Jason Mewes were there. Jay Mewes, <laughs> nice <laughs> Hollywood baby. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: de- like I definitely saw Quentin Tarantino in there one of the times I ate there. Like
1: nice, nice.
0: Like you just never know who you'd run into because the place is a landmark.
1: It totally was it's such a it's so sad man so sad dude so sad
0: i know i'm like i'm just afraid like some of my other haunts will fucking go go away with the dodo by the end of the pandemic too like i'm hoping lost property can hold out
1: oh man i remember that place oh uh, blacked out at that place it's a great bar good times
0: they were, they were super nice enough to like host my birthday party there last year and like,
1: oh shit! Oh yeah, I think I remember. I think I remember you having your birthday there
0: last year. Yeah, great place. Like some other really cool spots are gonna go away. Not to say that like post pandemic we may not see some really awesome spots open up because in the grand scheme of things, at least judging by you know residential rent prices, things are gonna get cheaper. I keep. I don't know if I just mentioned my shit neighbors around my phone or something, but I'm keep getting all these targeted ads for like. Move into this building three months free, like
1: huh? oh my god! D- that's another thing with LA too. Is you're seeing, I'm seeing a lot of buildings. In fact, my buddy, a buddy of ours who lives in Hollywood, um really like. I guess I could use the word upscale ish kind of apartment building, you know, in the middle of Hollywood. Where like a studio, if, if I remember correctly, it was like twenty six hundred or something ridiculous for a studio, dude. A studio. So it's not a. There's no bedroom. It's a fucking studio. I, I I might be wrong on the price, but it was definitely it was definitely over two grand, pretty high up there. And um, his lease is almost up, and they're trying to offer him like, hey, you know, we'll shave off uh, a couple hundred. You know, if you stay and like re-sign or whatever, we'll give it to you for like eighteen or something like that. I can't remember. And I'm just like, good God, man! And there are other buildings um, all around LA that are trying to do special deals too. Like, oh, if you if you pay for the first three months in advance, you know, um, we'll knock off X amount of money, and da 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 da. And then you'll, I'm also seeing just because I get curious, you know, I get curious, my curiosity, you know, some, you know, I'm bored, I'm sitting here at home doing jack shit, but you know, sometimes I get curious and I'll look at this, the same ads that I've seen just six months ago. And how prices have just even continued to drop like six months ago, um, because, you know, I already moved. But like six months ago, there were certain buildings and stuff where they were like, oh, you know, one bedroom, two bath, one bedroom, one bath, whatever, two bedrooms even. Um, And oh, we're going to shave off 300. Right. So they're already deducting from the rent. And then now, six months later, they've deducted another three hundred. So now I'm like, oh my god, that's six hundred off. Why? I should we should have just waited.
0: <laughs> oh, I mean, for me personally, like, so I'm kind of in a uh, in a thing with my new downstairs neighbor who moved in September. He's uh, some sort of EDM DJ or beat maker or something. But was like, fucking... I saw your
1: post about that. I think, yeah. Didn't you put like the 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 fucking uh, your speaker on the floor?
0: I will not admit such things on the internet. I, I don't know what you're talking about. But it's gotten, like, because of the COVID regs, you can't evict someone for nuisance at the moment.
1: Oh, <gasps> So that's a thing? Like, you you literally... Really? Because I briefly saw your post where you are talking about your neighbor being really loud and you were asking, you know, for advice, if I remember correctly, from people. Like, what can you do? And I, I think I saw somebody post a comment about, like, oh, like, something about um, legally allowed uh quiet time or something like that yeah. i think you remember the comment that i'm speaking of yeah. and that got me thinking because i was like hmm because i think i don't know if you if you ever saw my posts I from my old crazy building,
0: fucking neighbor yeah. my
1: crazy ass fucking neighbor neighbor upstairs who would just completely just fight with her dude and like apparently the cops had been there i had called the cops at one point because it just sounded like someone was fucking getting their ass kicked i'm like what the hu- hell and when i say They, I mean, the male, because she was so crazy. I have videos of like, because I would knock on her door. And because like, what do you do when you knock to nicely be like, do you mind being quiet? You know what I mean? And they don't do anything. That was the problem that I had at that building. Um, I would knock on her door and she wouldn't answer. She would just get quiet. Like the yelling would just stop, but then refuse to answer the door. So I was like, this is ridiculous. And I, and, you know, I remembered going to my, um, my landlord and complaining about it and he legitimately says to me and this is pre-pandemic by the way um oh you know uh she's very nice they're a nice couple but she gets like this when she doesn't take her meds he's these were his words she gets like that when she doesn't take her meds and i'm just kind of like okay but that doesn't that should not give her permission to act like a fucking psychopath like a literal psychopath
0: and well, at the end of the day like you're entitled to not being disturbed in your own fucking home if she's right.
1: And you know what he told me too that was really fucked up? And and I'm sorry to to interrupt you because I want to hear your story, but um, because I'm curious after I tell you my my whole thing. Um when I initially went to my landlord about this, he had said not only that part about like, oh, she gets like this when she doesn't take her meds. But he also said, because, you know, I was on the first floor. She lived above me. And he said, oh, yeah, they used to live on the first floor, but I had to move them because they were so loud. And I'm like, what do you mean you move them because they were so loud? Like, almost like, so this is an ongoing thing, clearly. And you thought moving them to the second floor was going to make things better.
0: <laughs> so you have people above and, and like, below oh, them? That makes no sense.
1: Yeah. And then he said, did you try knocking on their door? And I'm like... <laughs> they won't answer. And he's like, Oh, I've tried knocking on the door and they won't answer either. I'm like, you're the fucking landlord. <laughs> I'm like, right? what do you mean? And then he told me, he claimed the cops had already been there before. And I think he might've said this to me to kind of prevent me from furthering this whole ordeal. But he had claimed that, um, the cops had already been called before and that she was given a warning, but, this continued on for months, as I'm sure you know, because of all my po- my angry posts yep. on Facebook about it from a long time ago. But um, I, uh, I ended up calling the cops myself. And then one day, it was like 3 in the morning. And this is when I was working a full-time job, mind you. I was working a full-time job where I would get up at 7 in the morning and go to the office. And actually, like, I was running a nightclub, essentially. You know what I mean? And um, it was 3 in the morning. And it sounded like she was rearranging furniture up there. And I was like, nope. So I went up there and I banged on the fucking door. She answered she actually answered the door this time. She answered the door crying. And instead of being like, Are you okay? Because I already knew from the backstory from the landlord, um, that like she's just a crazy person. So I was like, I'm trying to sleep. Do you mind shutting the fuck up? Now obviously I didn't say that, but I was like, I'm trying to sleep. Do you mind like keeping it down, please? And she like actually was like, I'm sorry, okay. And then kept crying, you know, I was like, Whatever. But so your situation. <laughs>
0: Well, first my landlord's like, can you go communicate with them? I'm like, the only time I know they're home is when they're fucking disturbing me and you don't want me going down there. Like, you just don't want me going down there. It's like, what well, do you
1: say? It's
0: like, well, I'm like, cause I'm all, by the time I, you know, know, they're home, I'm fucking angry. Like, I've lived in this, yeah. I've lived in this unit for five fucking years. I have never heard my downstairs neighbor in five years. And if you're playing bass loud enough to rattle things that are on my floor, You obviously have no consideration. Are
1: they new neighbors or? As of
0: September. Like this has been going on since September.
1: Oh, so they, so you know for a fact that those are new people that live beneath you then. See what's interesting. I really, no, finish your thought though, because you said that. So you basically.
0: Oh, like I have a catalog of complaints and I am the worst neighbor to have make excessive noise around. I have a lot of expensive recording equipment to capture that shit with. Right. So I have, right. like, recordings of the audio. You know, I'm like, this is unacceptable. Like, I'm a professional fucking podcaster. This is interfering with my fucking work.
1: Because people, and that's the thing, too. I think the biggest problem with a lot of people that are stuck at home during this pandemic is they think that, because not every, there's a lot of people that are out of work. I get that. But there's also people that are working from home. And people don't respect or even, like, comprehend that that's a thing. You know what I mean? Especially like the young people that are like, whatever. It's like, there are some of us like me now. It's not just working for me. It's, it's school. I have to do homework and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And it's funny because that's why I was curious about what ended up happening with you. Oh, Actually, we're not, we haven't even concluded this. So what happened?
0: So first and foremost, uh, eventually like the landlord's like "Here's here's his number. He said, reach out so he can hear what it sounds like in your unit. And he comes. He
1: wants to actually hear what it sounds like in your unit. By the way, like
0: he admitted to me when he came up here to hear that he has fucking eight inch studio monitors downstairs. Like, what fucking reason do you have to play eight inch studio monitors in an apartment?
1: Like, what? What is he doing? Is he a music producer? I mean, not that excuse. He's
0: he's a music producer. Like,
1: still doesn't excuse that though. It's like, dude, you're in an apartment.
0: He's like, normally I would go to other studios, but you know, COVID he's like, you know, I gotta be able to bump, maybe we can come up with a compromise. And I'm like, well, here's my live stream schedule. Here's my recording schedule. Here's my client recording schedule. I do not want to be able to hear anything while I'm recording. Like, that's just how it is. Like that's, that's just how it is. And like, it went for like a day. After he came up here, he's like, yeah, just let me know when you're recording. I, you know, I'll make sure to keep it down. Uh, I had a stream on, I think, Thursday where it was like, hey, man, I'm starting to stream at 8 o'clock till midnight. 9.30. I'm like, yo, I can hear you. Oh, man, I'm sorry. 11.30. Yo, I can hear you. I'm still fucking streaming. Like, Oh, my God. I contacted the management again. I'm like, yo. This is this dude's idea of compromise. I told him when I'm going to be working and it will interrupt my work and he does not care. I cannot fucking deal with this. And management's response, this was back to like the crazy rent prices, was like, um, well, because of the nuisance laws right now, we can't, we can't evict. Even though we have multiple complaints from you and the neighbors downstairs below him.
1: So wait, so you're not the only one complaining about this person. Nope. Which I would imagine... How you, I mean, given the how it sounds, I can imagine. I I, I mean, there's got to be more people complaining, right? So, um, they're telling you that because of the nuisance, whatever the fuck it's called, they can't evict. Nope. What about calling the cops and filing a, a noise complaint? Is that even a thing anymore?
0: I mean, it technically could be, but I and this also could be my management lying to me because <laughs> they say that the cops were previously called and like the cops couldn't hear anything from the hallway, so they just left.
1: Um, that's bullshit.
0: <laughs> probably, probably. Like, I wasn't trying to get too deeply involved in this at first. I was just kind of like, you know, I don't care, just make it stop. Right. But management's eventual response was, hey, uh, there's a different unit in the building that's 1,300 square feet. It's like a couple hundred square feet bigger than my. It's like one of their townhouse models in the, in the oh, same building. We will, we'll give it to you for the same price if you want it.
1: So they're trying to convince you to move units to get away from the racket of your neighbor. Yeah. What was your response to that?
0: Like, let me go check out the unit. I'm not opposed to getting a bunch of more square footage for the same price.
1: True. Do you still have the same roommate?
0: Yes, technically. Um,
1: Yes, technically.
0: I mean, he's, he's been in New York since August.
1: Oh, shit. Okay. So he's... He's your roommate, but he's just not there, yeah. essentially, right? Yeah,
0: which, if you came and saw the apartment right now, it looks like, you know, it looks like a production studio at the moment. Like, um, there's, so, like, in the living room area around the podcast, like, there's just soft lights set up. Like, the full podcasting gear is set up. I mean, up. that's got
1: to be nice, though, because then you'll be able to to just comfortably kind of do your own thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just dreading yeah. when he eventually comes back, he's just like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Cause uh, it's not, like, it's not like you've been here when he you know, was home. He likes to tidy. I, especially since no one's coming over, I give very few fucks. Like, and
1: I mean, if he's gone too, and no, you know, it's like, fuck it.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I like I'm not leaving food out or not throwing out the garbage, but otherwise it's like, it's pretty much, you know, fuck it.
1: <laughs> right. Right.
0: But it's still like one of those, they, they even offered to like move us into a different property that they manage, like. Really? And I'm just kind of like, mm, maybe, maybe like, maybe we'll, maybe we'll uh, explore that. But like, I, that was the whole to do about this was just to illustrate like how LA's price is going down. How are you going to offer me a unit that's like two or 300 square feet more for my current rate? Like, just cause. They're getting
1: desperate. Oh, yeah. Because there's this one building where I've been kind of eyeballing. Not that I'm looking to move again, but like, you know, like I said, I'm always curious. Like, let's see how much the price has dropped on this place. (laughs) Because then uh, my soul kind of hurts a little bit because I'm like, fuck, that was a really huge fucking unit, damn it. You know what I mean? Um, But uh, things are getting super tight, man. Like a lot of places are like there's this one building that has too many vacant units. And speaking of vacant units, and this is why I'm glad we're talking about this whole nuisance noise bullshit. So when we first moved to where we're at now, we didn't have a neighbor on our, um, on the left side of us. Right. And, um, we have a neighbor on one side, but not on the other. So it was nice to like, not have a neighbor, not that, you know, like I can hear anything, but then all of a sudden um, my boyfriend tells me, I think we have new neighbors. And I'm like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, I saw the light on through the window. I think I think there's, there's people living there now. And lo and behold, one day music starts bumping. I'm talking baseline just vibrating my walls. And I'm like, okay, no, this is not fucking happening. And I was like, I think that confirmed. We do in fact have neighbors that moved in. I'm like, I am not dealing with this bullshit, dude. Like, you know, after what happened with the crazy lady from the last place, I was like, this is ridiculous. And the kind of music they're playing is just the bass is just super, you know, I'm talking about just vibrating the walls, dude. Downstairs. Yeah. (laughs) But here's the difference between my neighbor and yours. I don't think they realized that they're being loud because it's like just the bass is just what's like. I, I think their speakers or whatever it is that they're playing music from is probably on the wall that is on our side, you know? Um, Cause it only took two different times to knock on the fucking adjoining wall, you know, like letting them know like, hey, and they like lowered the music down. And I was like, I don't think they realize that that shit fucking vibrates. And ever since that day, never have it a problem and I'm, and I really was worried because I saw I finally got to see uh, well actually my boyfriend got to see the people going in and out of that unit and they they look like young dudes <laughs> so I was like ah, I wonder what they do or whatever if they're working for home or what because it was almost for a while it was kind of at the in the beginning it was like like clockwork by noon music would start bumping and we never really complained because it wasn't like you know whatever but then when we had to like when I started studying when school this is like after school started and then um you know, my boyfriend works from home, you know, has to work at his, his desk and stuff. And um, and that's when we were like, OK, this can't be happening. And then, of course, I film also. Additionally, we had to film. This is when it started. I remember now Um, I had to film a, an audition tape for my boyfriend because he got this audition. And we have a whole studio set up in the living room to be able to record, you know, fucking uh, uh, self tapes for auditions and stuff. And um, we weren't ready to film yet. And all of a sudden, I hear the music bumping. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is not going to fly, dude. You know what I mean? Like, the camera is going to pick this shit up. And so my boyfriend wasn't home yet because he had um, stepped out to go grab something. So I texted him, like, all angry, you know, like, what the fuck? These neighbors. And he's like, just knock on the wall. Like, literally right next to it. We have, like, a, a wall with the, um, the backdrops that you can kind of swap out the backdrops for when we do self-tapes. So I like went back there and I just banged on the wall and then they shut the fuck up. And ever since then, no problems. And I'm like, oh, because I, I got worried with how young these guys are that I was going to have to like physically go to their apartment door and knock on the door and just be like, do you guys mind? Um, I didn't want to be that guy, but like it was getting to a point where I was like, I can't. But ever since then, dude, I don't know. I guess my knocks are really hard because I was like,
0: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad that fucking worked out for you because yeah like that that shit Ugh.
1: that sucks though n- now knowing that that's a thing like a, a, a no nuisance whatever the fuck it's called yeah it's part that's of the bullshit it's part the of the way.
0: covid like moratorium on evictions
1: that's bullshit
0: yeah they also can't bullshit. Evict, they also can't evict you for unauthorized people or unauthorized pets,
1: okay that's also bullshit. Yeah, maybe not so much for the pets because. Well, Doug, look, the, I'm the, allowed to hub Douglas.
0: I mean, the people, it, the people actually almost almost makes more sense than the pets because it's like, oh hey, you know, say my sibling or my girlfriend got lost their job and just couldn't pay rent.
1: Oh, that makes sense, I guess. I just like dogs more than people. I guess that's why. Well, I me said too.
0: That me too. But <laughs> it, it's still like that. Shit's a, like, but the like the abuses on the anti nuisance, like oh hey. I know we you can't evict us out right now, so we're just gonna do whatever the fuck we want.
1: And that's what's that's what sucks because then people just all all like common courtesy just goes out the window, in my opinion. Oh, I mean if if people know that fact. If they're like, Oh, you can't evict me because of this, I'm just gonna fucking be annoying and obnoxious and just make people's lives around me a living hell. That's fucked up, man. You know what I mean? Like
0: I mean, I know, like this dude, because when he came up here, he's like, well, you know. Uh, the decibel rates in your apartment are technically within, like, city ordinance, so, like, we'll have to come to a compromise.
1: No, that's bullshit. I'm like... That is bullshit. It's almost like, what if you started playing really loud fucking music? It's almost like what you need to do. Like, if he says he's working, right? Oh, I'm a music producer and I can't go to the studio. Like, what if you started fucking playing music hella fucking loud while he was doing his work, Right? He sure as hell wouldn't fucking like that shit.
0: Well, and on top of it, like, I know this dude obviously has no courtesy for his neighbors because he has put up sound insulation, and it's just, so, you know, to appease management. It ain't about appeasing me. And because I got woken up one Saturday morning, you know, nails being driven into my floor, essentially, the the sound of hammering as he was hanging fucking sound insulation. Like, if you were concerned about your neighbors, especially at that point, you have my number. You'd be like, hey, man, I'm going to put some insulation up, like. Sorry, yeah, right. Mm. No, like, I mean, this is also, a dude. Mm. Like, turns out I'd actually met him before I actually met him, because he was what? Ex- he was exercising up on the roof. I didn't know who he was.
1: Oh, I thought you met when you said met him. I thought like in a social setting, no, not no, no, so no. much. No, like, no, no, like, okay,
0: I got woken up one morning to like just banging on my fucking because I'm on the top floor. Someone was on the roof, fucking like jumping around, and it wasn't stopping. And I couldn't fall back to sleep, so I literally put on clothes and went upstairs like. Yo, man, you are jumping on my fucking roof! You're-
1: oh my god! So he just—he's just making your life a living hell in all sorts of ways. <laughs>
0: well, and I didn't know this is the same guy. He's just like, oh man, I'm sorry, like, cause I—I I went up there hot, like, yeah, I just got woken up,
1: rightfully so.
0: And he's like, can I move here? I'm like, I don't give a fuck where you move. Just go off the top of my fucking unit. Like, damn. I'm like,
1: You're like, go that way.
0: Like, I don't. <laughs> I don't give go a, jump
1: on somebody else's.
0: Right, like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck where you go as long as you're not on top of my fucking bedroom. And I just went back downstairs. No. like. But apparently that was my first interaction with him. Because when he came upstairs, I'm like, oh, it's this guy.
1: Okay. Oh, my God. How funny is that, though? Like, you go down there. Who the fuck is making this? Obnoxious fucking noise, and then you're like, oh my god, it's you.
0: (laughs) Oh, you're the same. That's like a scene
1: from a movie right there. It's
0: like you're the same shit neighbor. And like, I don't know, man. I I I didn't go down there all these times to like knock on his door because I was that fucking angry about it. Yeah. It wasn't gonna be neighborly. It wasn't gonna be like, hey, I'm trying to work, can you please turn down like yo man, turn it the fuck down.
1: That was me with my psychotic neighbor in my last place when I went at three in the morning. Because I was like, I have to get up in four hours, you fucking bitch. (laughs) What the fuck?
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's like, uh, I do audio production. Why can't you do this in headphones? Like, why do you have to bump?
1: See, and that's, that's such a fucking shitty excuse, too. Oh, well, normally I would go to the studio. But it's like, have some fucking regard and like respect for people around you, man. And that's what sucks, dude. That's what sucks is that people suck.
0: I mean, that's, that's all of our society, though. Like, that is absolutely, yeah. especially in LA, all of our society. That's why our fucking numbers went up. It's like, I don't care, like, back to COVID and shit. I don't give a fuck if you believe masks are working or not. Wearing a mask is just a courtesy to people around you.
1: Yeah, I think it's kind of ridiculous that that there are still people out there that are running around, you know, doing this whole anti-mask fucking whatever you want to call it. It's it's just ridiculous, and it's like almost like you're just making a scene to make a scene. You know what I mean? Like like when they want when they refuse to go into a business without a mask on, it's like, are you, do you just want attention? Like just fucking put a mask on. And and everybody's happy. You can fucking buy whatever it is that you need, and you can get the fuck out, and then you can take your mask off when you leave, and and that's on you. You know,
0: right? Right? Like, even if you don't believe, like, if you don't believe they work, that's fine. You're just saying, hey, other people around me, I'm trying to make you feel comfortable.
1: That's and all. I, and 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 I respect that. That's yeah. another thing too. It's like you're you're literally showing that you respect other people by doing that. It's just fucking stupid. Yeah, it, fucking stupid.
0: And there's a reason that like our numbers fucking were astronomical and there's still There's really a reason up.
1: why LA is the worst in the entire state.
0: Worst people in the like, country?
1: How many people have hit me up? Are you okay in LA? I'm like, "What?" Cuz it's like to us it's like, yeah, we fucking people here suck. You know, like people here fucking suck. But the amount of people that don't live here, my friends, family, you name it, that it hit me up, are you okay? Like, what are you talking about? Well, LA, you know? And this is, like, when when we were, like, first starting to to get the number one spot for... Like, two weeks ago? Being, like, two, three weeks Yeah. Ago. Yeah, dude. And I'm like, yeah, I never leave the house unless I absolutely have to. Um, And and people in LA suck. There are people in the Hollywood Hills fucking throwing parties with 100 people, dude. Yeah. Well, and just, like,
0: I had a discussion, like, I had a friend, like, a singular friend come over to do some voiceover work yesterday. And like we get in the elevator and the Dash guy gets in on another floor. I normally even tell my fucking neighbors catch the next one. Yeah. I'm like, just don't get in an elevator with other people right now. Like that you aren't part of your household. And they don't.
1: shouldn't. They shouldn't. Like, uh, um, every time I get in, into the elevator in my building and and I see someone like, if I'm waiting for the elevator to go down and I see people in it and they don't have a mask on, even though there's signs everywhere that say, please wear your mask, you know, to respect your neighbors and stuff. I'm like, I'll take the next one. I'm good. Mask it's, just kind
0: of, it's Mask or not, I tell them, like, I'll catch the next one. No big deal. Yeah,
1: no. And that as well. That as well. I'm just saying, I just kind of added that in there because that fucking pains me just adding to the whole, like, people in LA sucking so bad that it's just kind of like... What the fuck, man, you know?
0: Well, and the thing about it is my buddy was giving me shit. It's no big deal, man. That that guy's just trying to make his fucking money. And, like, you know, I'm like, yeah, man, um, none of us need to fucking risk potentially being life-threateningly ill for him to wait 30 more seconds for another fucking elevator.
1: Right. It's not that serious. And, like, I, I don't know, man. I've known way too many people that have caught it. Some that had very minimal um, symptoms while others were like deathly fucking sick. And well, then I also know people that have died. Yeah. So it's like when people want to complain and shit, I'm like, bro, <laughs> well, just I, stop. I had
0: a friend who died March of last year from it, like in the beginning or in the early days, I've had a couple of friends hospitalized, but I've also had some asshole friends like who got it, had real mild cases, and are like, I'm not going to even get vaccinated. It wasn't that bad.
1: And that's the, that's another problem, though. People that did get it that, are, that might be younger, because I feel like my friends that did get it happened to be younger. And they had minimal symptoms, right? And the problem is people that have gotten it that didn't experience the severity of it, to them, they're like, oh, it was really not that bad. But it's like, yeah, for you, it wasn't bad. <laughs> But for somebody else, it's different. Everybody, it affects everybody differently. And I think that's the problem with a lot of people that don't take it as seriously. They're like, oh, yeah, I had it. It was not a big deal, you know? And it's like, (laughs) for you, for you, it it wasn't that bad. But for other people, people are hospitalized and shit, man. Even ones that didn't have underlying, you know, illnesses or whatever. Because that's that's the most common thing that people want to believe is that, um, you know, uh that person was probably already sick and yada 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 yada. And we're not gonna go down that that rabbit hole of, you know, this, that, and whatever else in regards to COVID. But the bottom line is that there's way too many fucking people, Dougie, that um that just don't take it seriously, whether or not they have had it or they knew people. The thing that bothers me is when people know other people that have gotten it that didn't have it as severe, and they're like, Well, it can't be that bad. So if I get it, I get it. And it's like you don't want to think that way. Don't you don't want to think that way.
0: I mean, like, <laughs> that's like the anecdotal evidence of like, well, I know someone who's had unprotected sex. They didn't get pregnant. So I'm I'm cool. Yeah, that's I'm, that's... I'm, I'm good to raw dog no matter what.
1: Perfect example. Perfect example, man. You know? Perfect example. Oh well, you know, I fucked this one chick and she didn't get pregnant, so
0: <laughs> I'm good to go all the time. Nothing will ever, <laughs> no. <laughs> nothing will ever bad will happen.
1: Raw dog. Oh my god, it's true though. It's yeah, it, true. It,
0: like people just like to wanna treat anecdotal evidence like it's fucking fact. And it's like Yeah. It's not how this shit works. That is not how this shit works.
1: And it, true that?
0: It's just I humanity as in general is just like come on.
1: I've lost hope. <laughs> Just
0: a little bit. <laughs> I mean, I didn't have much to begin with, but like this is squ- also, yes. This is also, yes. all of it. Absolutely all of it. I maybe we this is what we deserve as a species. This is maybe <laughs> this is what we deserve. Earth can slowly hit its reset button. We can all fucking die off. And maybe the next oh my like, god. Maybe the next intelligent you know animal will do a better job than we did. Because for fuck's sake.
1: Yeah, <sighs> it's true, man.
0: Like, I've made jokes about this before. Like I feel like there is a hot girl, hot Instagram girl conspiracy about like not taking COVID seriously because it's always like for the most part like hot Instagram models who are like, "It's not that bad. I'm oh not my gonna God. get vaccine." Like, don't you realize people with penises will blindly follow you because you're hot? Stop it.
1: Yeah. But... Yep. Stop it. Yep. <laughs> oh my god, dude. When is it going to end? I feel like um I feel like the pandemic has changed a lot of people too. Would you agree with that?
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 100%. And almost none of them for the better.
1: This is also true. <laughs> unfortunately, this is also true. It's such a crazy fucking time. Yeah,
0: I, I, and I, my, my responsible behavior during the pandemic isn't like any particular altruism like oh I want to help society it's literally very selfish it's literally like I'm doing my part so we can get back to like me getting drunk in public and having sex with strangers in bathrooms
1: speaking of I have to ask because you know as a single male in the middle of the pandemic have you tried to like meet people whether it's like virtually because you know I have homies that like we swipe in left and right you know on um on the dating apps and whatnot. And like some people, even some people have taken the necessary precautions. Like I know I have a girlfriend who made sure to get COVID tested and then also made sure that the people that she met, not that she's met like a shit ton of people, mind you, um, uh, made sure that they were COVID, te- you know, like all these different stipulations and whatnot. So I'm curious, have you done that since the pandemic?
0: Uh, so, I mean, this is a little shameful over the course of like, over the course of the pandemic, I have hung out with a couple, a couple women. Um, okay. The majority of them were performers that were getting 48 to 24 hour COVID tests. Okay. But like one or two of other ones were like civilian friends, and there were ones that weren't taking it super seriously, and it was really stupid on my part. And I'll admit it was really stupid. But I will admit that I've been in my apartment by myself for quite some time and was really horny.
1: Right, right. Okay, okay.
0: Like, it was really like, oh man, I mean, I, I know this piece of ass is definitely not worth dying over, but I'm going to roll them dice. I mean, <laughs> but, but to be fair, to be fair, in the grand scheme of things, if I had gotten sick from one of those situations, my roommate at that point was already in New York. Like I would not. I have no elderly family around me. I'm not going to a nine to five. I'm my life. In other words,
1: in in other words, if there were a situation where you did find yourself at risk, it's not like you live in a home with something. I mean, obviously, your like you said, your roommate was gone. It's not like you're coming home and putting your roommate at risk nor were you going to anybody else's place, like seeing family, for example. Right, I'm I'm only
0: negatively affecting myself in those situations. Right, so it's just
1: you that's pretty much at risk, essentially. it's
0: dumb, but I'm also, you know my philosophy on most things, like, almost anything is permissible as long as you're only negatively affecting yourself.
1: Fair. That's fair. That's fair.
0: It's dumb. I acknowledge it was dumb. Dumb. Especially, like, one of the girls, like, she sucks. I mean, she just sucks. Like, but it, it, I, I knew I was fucking her, so I was just like, "Well, well, <laughs> well." Uh, it's been a minute. Uh, I mean, she literally <laughs> just said she's gonna come over to fuck me. Uh, I know she was out eating in her restaurant like yesterday, and like is out all the time. I know this is really dumb, but she literally says she is going to come over to fuck me. I. Uh, uh, Hey man,
1: I'm not. I'm not judging. Okay, I'm not here to judge. I mean, and mind you, even if you I guess were, I'm in a living relationship with the same person for almost three years now, and um, and we've lived together for most of that time, right? Um, and I've talked about this on my radio show before. Like, dude, I don't like me. You know, when I'm single. I'm very social, <laughs> to put it light lightly, you know what I mean? Social, social. And I just, I don't know. I mean, I kind of have an idea of how I probably would approach the situation, but man, I'm so thankful that I have a partner, <laughs> to say the least, you know what I mean? But
0: that kind of presents its own challenges, right? Like, you know, there's a difference between living with a partner and then spending almost every waking moment with them.
1: Well, I'll tell you this. I will tell you this, because we actually just talked about this not too long ago. Um, cause we have other friends that are couples, you know, whether they're married or dating or long-term, like we have a lot of friends that have been together for fucking like 20 years, even, you know what I mean? And, um, I'll never forget, uh, one of our one friends saying like, oh yeah, we, we've gone from fighting X amount of times to just twice a week now. And the thing is my boyfriend and I, God, I hope I don't jinx myself. Knock on wood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to totally jinx myself saying this but we like rarely ever fight, right? I know that sounds so cliche, you know, like kind of a cliche thing to say when you're in a relationship like oh, we rarely fight and da, da, da. but like we genuinely rarely ever fight, you know what i mean? And um and i'm and i'm very thankful for that. Uh and any time that we've had any kind of disagreement um and i and i can actually safely say this with 100% fact that out of all of my relationships, whether i, you know, all my living relationships especially um, I have never been with a partner that I've been able to communicate issues with, you know what I'm saying? Like an adult, like, oh my God, that's a thing. You can actually discuss things because I've dated people in the past that just wanted to fight me. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. There was never ever any kind of conclusion or, um, anything when it came from a disagreement
0: or or decide to be a crazy person when they decided they didn't trust you for some reason because i remember exactly yeah like instead of having an adult conversation about like what's going on with your relationship decide to be a crazy person which then in turn conditions you to have issues as well because like oh this is how people react so it's hard to like adjust to someone who's willing to like have an adult conversation with you
1: right Right. exactly (laughs) and like with my boyfriend now, we actually, when there when there's something going on, and it's never anything super dramatic, you know what I mean? But if there's something going on, we both are able to address it accordingly. Like, hey, da-da-da-da-da, and then we have a fucking conversation. And don't get, I'd be lying if I said that there was never, you know, a moment or two where we were both upset and whatever, but in the end, we always are able to discuss it like fucking adults. Um, we're only fucking human, man, you know what I mean? But regardless of that... Um, We still rarely ever fucking fight. Like, even in the first two years of being together, um, fighting was pretty much non-existent. You know what I mean? Um, But with that being said, being stuck together 24-7, like, you would think that we would want to, like, kill each other. But we actually have not surprisingly and like I said I we have friends that are like like to make jokes like oh yeah we went from fighting you know this amount of times to twice a week now and I'm like what <laughs> like I think it's just one of those things where we just have the kind of relationship where we don't have that kind of tension where we annoy each other I suppose to the point where we want to fucking kill each other surprisingly mm-hmm. Um, you know, like we kind of mind our business during the day, you know, he works from home. I do my own thing. I stream whatever, you know what I mean? Um, and then we, and it's interesting because while we do spend 24 seven together, right. Um, technically we don't really like spend, spend time together until like the end of the day like, in the evening, because we're both doing our own thing, even though we happen to be in the same house.
0: Well, and it's good that you guys are in a comfortable enough place with your relationship where you don't, like, feel the need to entertain each other, because, like, I mean, I can't really talk from personal experience, because, like, fuck, I'm garbage at relationships, but I could fully see, like, at the beginning of a relationship, like, not being comfortable enough to each other to be in the same space without being, like, I have to, it's my responsibility to entertain my partner.
1: Right, right.
0: So, it's good that you guys yeah. are in a position where, like, oh, we can exist in the same space that so we don't have to interact.
1: Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. So, I, you know, I, I, I guess you could call it, you know, healthy, I guess.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's definitely healthier than some. I was actually just surprised because while you are telling the story, I Googled it real quick. I was expecting to see the divorce rates on the rise in 2020. But it's actually... The first year in, like, 20 years, they're on the decline, but it's probably because people are just afraid to get out of their situations.
1: This is also true um, because—and I I know people in this situation. That's the only reason why I'm about to say what I'm going to say. Um, Because people are out of work, for example— Maybe, and this is like one example of a situation, one partner might be working, the other one might not be. And if the relationship has a lot of tension and it's rocky or it was already rocky before the pandemic, so now it's just become even more tense because of whatever building up to that point, right? Um, That partner that isn't working is gonna be afraid to leave because they don't have any money to leave because they're not working, and if they do leave, how are they going to make money to work because they're not working? So it's like all these different factors kind of build up. So I do agree with what you just said, that there are a lot of people out there that feel like they're stuck because they have nowhere to go and nobody to take care of them. And that's, and that's really sad, man. It's that's diverse, really sad.
0: And also divorces aren't free. So,
1: And that's also true. <laughs> <laughs> I know this from two hands of experience.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do not envy you there at all. Do not. Yep. <laughs> very, sometimes I'm very happy I got left at the altar.
1: I forgot about that. Oh my God. <laughs> Vegas, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. During AVN. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it also wasn't a serious relationship or a relationship at all. So it's fine. Like, right. For any new listeners or like, Oh, I'm just here to hear Cruz. Don't, don't weep for me. It was a drunken, like, <laughs> It was a drunken, like, fucking thing. It wasn't like, oh, my God, my girlfriend left me at the altar. It was literally, like, someone I knew who I had sex with once. And I right. decided to get drunkenly married, and then she left me at the altar. It's fine. It's yeah. good. It's good. But holy fuck. Like, yeah, I I can, on one hand, like, I'm envious of the people who like, oh, I'm, I got my partner. Like, I got someone who I'm down with who I can spend time with. But it's also like, I could see this being hyper stressful and i'm just talking from my personal experience like
1: from free yeah yeah yeah
0: like i want to be left the fuck alone sometimes but see
1: i think what also helps in my situation is that neither of us are clingy you know and it was never like that ever in our relationship so i think that's why it works for us because we know that like Oh, you know, like what are you doing? You know what I mean? And there are people, and I and I know other couples where that's kind of a thing where it's like she won't leave me alone or he won't leave me alone, and it's kind of getting to me, you know what I mean? And it just kind of drives people insane.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I'm a constant honeymooner, so like that is all part of the honeymoon phase. (laughs) And like, I never make it out of the honeymoon phase, so I don't know what it's really like to like just coexist with someone and be like, Oh yeah, you're here. Because it's always like when I'm with someone and like, oh, we're together, we're tearing each other's clothes off. We're like, you know, the honeymoon phase, like. Right. And then when the honeymoon's over, I'm like, oh yeah. Or she's like, <laughs> yeah. one of us is like, oh, this is no longer fun. We're out. That yeah. is, that, that's my MO. So like the idea of like being in the honeymoon phase with someone during this, like, is kind of like on one hand, like, oh, hey, that sounds really nice. And like, It sounds nice to, like, have someone, like, be intimate with and spend time with. On the other hand, it's like, oh, I have a hundred things to do, and I would really like to be left the fuck alone right now. And that sounds miserable, not having to be able to do that. Like, I have this stupid Fortnite video to edit. Can you please fuck off to the other room, please?
1: Don't you have something you could be doing right now? (laughs)
0: Like, literally anything, anything else. Please, anything else. But but because I'm a crazy person, you can't be too neglectful. Because then I will start reading into it. Oh my god! Because <laughs> I'm do you don't a crazy like me person
1: anymore. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I'll get
0: all emo about it, but it will start like my brain will start racing. And be like, so wait, did I do something wrong here? Did I fuck up? Like, what, what's going on? Fuck! Uh, 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 I gotta I gotta fix this. I did something wrong. I gotta fix it. Like. I am a crazy person. I know this. (laughs) So ladies, if you would like to slide into my DMS, feel free, but just know what you're (laughs) signing up for. Just know what you're signing up for.
1: There you go. At least you put it all out there, man.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. If you're too affectionate, I'll freak out. If you're not affectionate enough, I'll try to figure out why I'm a crazy person.
1: And that's (laughs) the thing too, though. Like, with my, my boyfriend now, right? Like, I'm incredibly happy. And like I said, I've never been in a relationship like this where, you know, like, communication is not an issue. You know what I'm saying? So if I were to picture myself in the pandemic with any of my past exes... Oh, God. I could see myself being packing up my shit and being like, bye! Because, like, Man. Man. I mean, you know some of my exes. Yeah, exactly. So. Like,
0: <laughs> I'm picturing, like, I was picturing how bad some of those scenarios went under like ideal circumstances.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I yeah. do, you know, like it's like you don't. Know, I, I shouldn't think about that, but when I do think about it, I'm like, oh my god! If if the, if any of the, if this pandemic happened like five years ago, six years ago, even like. I I would probably be, I would have packed my shit within like the first month and been like, all right, I'm good. Have a nice life. (laughs) Bye.
0: (laughs) Slayer, can I crash on your couch? Like, yeah, Cruz, no problem. Like, as long as you need to stay.
1: I'm like, all right, I'm coming over, man. All right, cool. <laughs> like, you're,
0: you're welcome to crash all the couch as long as you have. You just have to be back on the podcast. That's the deal. Sorry. <laughs> all right, fine.
1: Sure, that's fine. <laughs> but
0: like, yeah, like, I am sure there are people going through it. I'm sure there are people that are like in flat-out abusive relationships that are afraid to leave, which is just That's another thing,
1: me. then, not to t- take this conversation down a dark path, but like that's another thing that kind of sucks Um, that, you know, has... The attention has been brought up on um, is people that are in abusive relationships that are stuck, that feel like they have nowhere to go. I've had to try to talk people out of it. Like, okay, not out of it, but like uh, trying to help them um, into actually push it. I totally use the wrong phrasing. um trying to convince them to actually push forward with leaving. Like, no, 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 you can do this. Just fucking find someone that you can stay with and, That you know what I mean? Because it's like a lot of people always talk about how like oh, you know it should be easy to walk away from something like that. And I've actually learned something um, since the pandemic started. Because one thing that I lacked, and (laughs) I'm I'm okay with admitting this, um, was empathy. I lacked empathy a lot whenever I would see or hear about somebody, whether it was a friend or somebody I knew going through something, I'd be like, what the fuck? I would never do that. you know. And I would just start kind of go down the list about how they're wrong and I'm right and this and that and the other thing. But since the pandemic has started, I've had a lot of time to reflect on yeah. a lot of the things, you know, the issues that I have strong feelings on. And this is something that you know, I've come to the realization that like it's not easy for certain people to just walk away from it. And it's kind of scary and it's kind of sad.
0: Well, and on top of it, it's always a lot easier to say I would do this when you're not emotionally wrapped up in it. Like, true. When but also you, yes. Like also when yes. you you know have a partner who's gaslighting you, where it's like, obviously, if it's shitty twenty four seven, most people are going to bounce. Like, it's the, oh yeah. It's the partner that's like, oh they're an abusive piece of shit. And then all of a sudden they gaslight you and like treat you like a million fucking dollars. Like,
1: Oh, they've changed. Uh, Oh, he really, or she,
0: or she, he
1: or she really loves me. I can't leave now. They really love
0: me. It's not worth the risk to go out there. And like, you know, and the thing about it is in the best situations in the ideal world, pre pandemic, it is hard enough to like show your friends the light. Like, no, you are with a piece of shit.
1: Yeah. Like, Absolutely. I'm not
0: emotionally wrapped up in this. I can see it. You can't. You can't convince anyone to take that step, first step out the door until they're fucking ready for it. It's like it's much like addiction yeah. where it's like you can't You can confront someone about having a fucking problem, but they're not going to acknowledge it unless they want to make change. And that's in the right. best situation.
1: This is totally off topic because I'm a little upset that this took two hours to figure out. But now I know why my face was blown out. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. So see how my face is blown out right yep. now. And then, Oh, look, it's not blown out. It's cause I had my fucking goddamn window open. My Google, Google Chrome was open on my second, my mon cause I have two monitors, my monitor on the left. I had Google Chrome open. So it was a white screen on Google. And I just minimized it. Cause it occurred to me. I was like, why is my face so blown out? Cause it never looks like this when I stream. Also, I'm using my other webcam. Um but I w- <laughs> So for those watching the video version yeah I mean I still need to fix my light but still that was what was causing the my face to- okay anyways now that I'm done Thank you Chasey, <laughs> kicking myself in the ass for that
0: <laughs> Oh <laughs> man but yeah, no, I didn't mean to run down this fucking dark path, but it's, 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 no, real. no, no, no. no. It's, super it's, but it, real. But it's
1: true, though. It's true, though. Like, you know, I'm sitting here talking about how, oh, yeah, I'm so happy that I'm in a, I'm a very, in a very healthy, happy relationship. And, you know, we haven't tried to kill each other and this and that. Um, but it's like on the flip side of things, um, there are people out there that are in situations where they're either afraid to leave, can't leave, all of the above. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, I feel for them, dude. I feel for them. Kinda sucks.
0: I do too. If I know you, I'll put you up on my couch.
1: That's why that's what I told one friend. I was like, I wish that you lived closer because I would totally let you crash my couch, man. You know, like <laughs> after you get tested for COVID. But yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. Like, go get a test, isolate. You're welcome to crash on my couch then. Like it's fine. We'll, yeah. I'll help I'll help you get out of that situation if that's what need be. Especially with you know my roommate being out of town. Like be a different story. My roommate was here, but like no, I gotta run by the roommate and they gotta be eh, it's a whole to-do.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, right yeah.
0: now, Matt Slayer's home of wayward souls is open for business. You too could be on this couch.
1: You need to make a little plaque that says that, you know.
0: No, because oh, I don't want to accept God. every wayward soul, not all of them. Oh. <laughs> like there's still a qualification process. It's, it's like we we still have to screen you. Like, mmm.
1: Are you oh, going
0: yeah, to be shooting up on my couch? No, I don't want you here. Like,
1: Oh, God. <laughs> like,
0: I don't care if you're a junkie, as long as you neg- don't negatively affect anyone else. But the minute you bring it into my house, you are negatively affecting other people. So,
1: no. Right. 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 Well, have you ever had, since the pandemic has started, have you ever had, like, past lovers or, like, exes try to, like, hit you up?
0: Trying to think. Uh yes and no. Uh no one's like no one is full on like giving me the like, yo. So dick open for business. But that's also because like most of my actual like meaningful ex-lovers don't live in LA. So
1: Ah, uh, makes sense. Makes sense, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So
0: yeah. I've lived in LA, mostly it's been casual things with other people that were in the industry who were just like, I'm getting plenty of dick and attention. Uh I don't need to come crawling to slayer. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: you know and like anyone who's like from you know Chicago or anything like that who's like it's been like hey i miss you like well that's cool miss you too um with some of them with some of them not like all of them but yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah miss yeah, you yeah. too um you live 2000 miles away so hope you're doing okay <laughs> <laughs> like yeah it's, it's, it's no one
1: slippery slippery slope yeah no like slippery slope
0: the 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 big x that like i had a falling out with uh about a year ago at this point i have been good and no matter how fucked up i've gotten over the last year i have not unblocked her or you know opened up any temptation there so
1: good for you that is some strong willpower my friend
0: (laughs) oh no, no no it's not so much willpower it's just like i know how absolute shit i felt at the tail end of that i'm like oh yeah that's what's in store if i open up that door again so yeah so let's not do that like as much as it's really good times when it's good it's really hyper bad for me when it's bad so i'm just gonna accept that it's gonna be bad and not do that
1: well that's smart been that's smart
0: occasionally occasionally i'm smart occasionally mostly i'm just know, yeah, hollering at people that like i should not be hollering at and just like yeah this is dumb this is dumb but this is what's available this is dumb and if you're one of the people i'm hollering at don't take it personally it's dumb it's dumb
1: oh my god <laughs> oh my god uh, i'm
0: honest about it like
1: i had a guy hit me up at the very beginning of the pandemic who I met one time one time in like 2015 the end of 2015 maybe early 2016 so that's like five years ago five or six depending on what actual year but I know it was like 2015 or 2016 met him that long ago we didn't have sex okay he fucking hit me up. And I was just kind of like, why the hell are you texting me, dude? <laughs> like, a- And that's when I realized, oh, my God, this pandemic is like making dudes so stir crazy. That they're hitting up chicks that they never even had sex with that they met five, six years ago. What the fuck? <laughs> like,
0: oh, dude. He's just going like, down the list. Your name's Annie. You're at the top.
1: I, yeah. I'm like, OK, alphabet- alphabetical order. I get it. I'm at the top of the list. But goddamn. But what's funny about this particular fellow is that, um, you know, I don't I don't initially feed into shit like that. It was just kind of like, I'm just going to ignore it. But then he hit me up again. So then I texted him back and I said, hey, yeah, it's been a very long time. And then I nicely told him I have a boyfriend. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like because I knew why he was hitting me up. There was no there was no assumptions made there. I'm like, you're fucking texting me we haven't seen each other and we never even had sex with each other. Like I know why you're hitting me up. You know what I mean? So I nicely told him, Hey dude, I have a boyfriend. And then of course, well, is your boyfriend down to like, let someone watch. And I'm like, Oh my God. (laughs) So I'm like, dude. And I kind of, I kind of got fed up. And again, I normally don't feed into this kind of shit. But I straight up told him, dude, we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic. And, like, yeah, my boyfriend and I are not into that shit. So good luck with your fucking whatever it was. I can't remember. I can't remember how the conversation ended. I just remembered nicely telling him, I have a boyfriend. No, we're not into that. Like, you know, be safe out there. I think that's what it was. I said, be safe out there, dude. We are in a pandemic. You know what I mean? But then when I said that, I guess he thought the conversation could be continued. So he's like, yeah, I know. Uh, pandemic's kind of scary. I'm I'm trying to, uh, you know, stay safe myself. And I'm like, that's why you're texting me. <laughs> Randomly, you're trying to keep yourself safe. Now, to my point, the conversation ended, didn't hear from him again. He hit me up again. Like, and so we're almost a year in the pandemic, right? So that was like almost a year ago that he first hit me up. He hit me up recently and was just like, hey, I'm like, I'm not responding to this. Nope. I already told you my situation, bro. Not interested. I don't care if you have a girlfriend and you want to, like, do whatever. Like, no. No. But it's just crazy and interesting to me how, like, um, I don't want to use the word desperation, but because he's not the only one that's hit me up, mind you. Okay. There's been other people that hit me up and I'm like, I had someone else hit me up that was like, Hey, do you still got a man? And I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) Do you you still have a boyfriend? Are you still seeing?" I had, I had one guy that was like, are you still seeing that one dude? Or um, are you still And I think some, I think one person that hit me up, like this was someone that I had met four years ago, even like all these people are from four, four or five years ago. Right. And, um, and, uh, I was dating someone else four years ago. So I'm like, which guy is he referring to? And I, cause I couldn't remember who the fuck this person was that was hitting me up. And, um, it's just interesting to me how I'm like, why are you hitting me up? It's been years. (laughs) So
0: uh, I got a question. Do you think telling dudes you got to shoot your shot is a form of toxic masculinity?
1: You got to wait. Do you, do I think telling guys you have to shoot your shot is Because like toxic, dudes are always masculine? told,
0: like dudes are always told, like, oh man, you never know, you got to shoot your shot. Do you think that's like? So a- here's
1: the thing. When I used to work as a dating coach, I used to quote, uh, what, "What's his fucking name?" Um, Wayne Gretzky, huh? with you know, like you lose 100 um, uh, percent of all the shots that you Dude don't take, right? Okay, I used to to tell all the guys when I used to work as a dating coach this quote because you know it's like a numbers game. When you, it's like if you get rejected, fuck it. There's always someone what? else that you can fucking talk to. You know what I mean? Um, so do I think that telling guys you guys, I don't think so because it's like, it, you're, what's the worst that could happen? The worst that could happen is example. Hey, I have a boyfriend. No, I'm not interested. No, we don't swing. No, we, we're not interested in putting on a show for you. Blah, 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 blah. Thank you. Have a nice day. That's the worst that could happen. So yeah, yeah. Absolutely fucking shoot your shot. But- but the problem is, if I tell you I have a boyfriend now, cool, hope you have a nice life, whatever the, the fuck the case may be, right? It doesn't mean continuously harass me.
0: <laughs> well, obviously not.
1: You know? So that's the problem. But I, but, so I, to answer your question, I don't I, – I mean – I wouldn't consider that toxic masculinity because I'm the one that fucking taught guys, like, hey, you lose 100% of all the shots that you do not take, which would you say is that the same kind of idea? You got to shoot your shot. Well, yeah,
0: it is, but it's also like, it should be a little more nuanced than that, I think, because it's like...
1: Good point. That's a fair point.
0: Like, you know, read the fucking room, like...
1: Well, so here, let me ask you this then, because, like, sure, these guys that, for example, these guys that hit me up and it's been like four or five years, six years maybe even, right? Like, would you ever fucking hit somebody up that you never hooked up with, <laughs> that you met? Hum- maybe you hung out with them, but nothing ever happened and you never saw them again. Like, how do you, what would you ever consider hitting up a woman and Fuck being no. like, hey, I know it's been a long time, but what's up? <laughs> Fuck no. Hell,
0: I don't care if it's a platonic or romantic. If I met you once six years ago and we've never spoken again, I'm probably never going to speak to you again unless I run into you randomly in person, and be like,
1: "Hey, remember that one time?" Like, because here's my whole thing. <laughs> this is this is my whole thing uh, talking about this right now, right? Because like, I could easily say, "Oh, I'm probably the first person on this list that he's going down. I could be the 50th person that he's going down on this list. Maybe he's so desperate." Maybe he's not that desperate. Maybe he's just trying to see who he, you know, he's just going down the list of girls. Whatever the case may be. I mean be. for
0: all you're a public figure for all, you know, he listened to your radio show. And, oh yeah, I
1: have her number. Exactly. For me personally, I feel like I feel like the issue is and I and I hate saying this, but it's just something that I've dealt with just being who I am and when I say being who I am, A woman who formerly worked in the adult industry and has had a reputation, um, obviously is sexually open minded, right? And I feel like the the two specific guys that I'm speaking of that hit me up that I've not spoken to in five years, whatever, you know what I mean? It almost felt like, okay, we're in a pandemic. And it's possible that all these women that they've had relations with are probably because it's true. There are a lot of women in the middle of the pandemic and there's guys too, but I, more so for me of whom I know there's more so women that are like, we're in the middle of the pandemic and having sex is really not that important to me. So I'd rather just not try to pursue any kind of sexual relationship um, or otherwise with any man. Right. And so, um, it almost felt like like the first guy they hit me up that was like, oh, well, oh, you have a boyfriend? Well, you know, how would he feel about me watching? You know what I mean? It was just kind of a weird thing to say, especially because it's like we don't have that kind of history. Like we met and hung out one time. We never hooked up. And you're going to straight up hit me up five years later and be like, hey, what's going on? You know, and I was like, OK, well, I have a boyfriend. Leave me alone. OK, well, would he be down to, you know, X, Y, Z? No, actually, no, absolutely fucking not. So when I, when I see someone hitting me up this way, it makes me feel like, is he speaking to me this way because it's me? You know, like, would he speak this way to any other, like, would he speak this way to a porn star that he got the phone number of, you know, five years ago or whatever, and probably thinks, oh, well, she does porn. So she'd be DTF. Maybe I'll hit her up because, you know, people's perceptions, um, the stigma and like the stereotypes of. You know, sex workers. Whether you're a former sex worker or a current sex worker, people dehumanize us so often that it's not it, it's not wild to think, oh, he's hitting me up because he thinks that just because I'm a former porn performer that like you know I'm probably going to be so crazy to be like oh yeah come over and fuck me. You know what I mean? When that's like far from the case. Well, and I mean, that's even why if you didn't I felt- have a
0: boyfriend, it was probably far from the case. You didn't fuck him in yes. the first place, and like. You yeah, know, not shaming you in any way, shape, or form, but is well-documented record. Though when Cruz is not a boyfriend, does not have a boyfriend, Cruz tends to get laid.
1: Right. So but the thing that was crazy... The the thing, place... Yeah, and the thing that was crazy to me is that, like, I haven't talked to this person in five years, and we didn't even hook up. Right. You know? So it's like, for him to just randomly hit me up, it kind of bothered me a little bit. I was just like, what the fuck? but. I'm not surprised. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not a shocker to me, but when you, if we really wanted to like go down that road of trying to analyze, well, why did he hit me up? Am I just, the, you know, the fifth, sixth, 10th, 50th, hundredth person on this list that he's just hitting up. Is he that bored that he's like, Oh, cause like I said, a lot of women and men are like, no, we're in the middle of pandemic. I'm not trying to fucking get my dick wet. I'm not trying to fuck. You know what I mean? Um, and It's possible that maybe he just didn't have a long list of women that you know, or maybe his exes or whoever were just like, nah, man, I'm good. And then he's like, ooh, who can I hit up on my phone? My phone book that uh, I know will probably be down. And he probably saw my name and was like, let me hit up this bitch.
0: Yeah, I mean, and then that—that's just a crazy thought process to me in the first place. The the whole like, okay. The hitting you up out of the blue is crazy to me in the first place. I just would never do that to someone I was never involved with first and foremost, but the, then rolling with the initial rejection to be like, yo, can I just jerk off while you have sex with your significant other? It was just like mind blowingly disconnected from reality. Like it just boggles my mind.
1: And that's that's where like it kind of went south for me because it was just kind of like, OK, I could I could easily e- equate you hitting me up for you're just a horny guy that was like, ooh, that's someone I haven't talked to in like, you know, five fucking years. Let me just fucking give it a shot. You know yeah. what I mean? But then when he took the conversation, you know, and I was like, yeah, I have a boyfriend and, you know, I'm not we're in the middle of a pandemic, dude. You know what I mean? Like, like, stay safe out there because I kind of said it. I was trying to be cheeky. By telling him, you know, be careful out there, guy. You know what I mean? Um, Almost kind of like taking a jab at him. Like, how dare you? But not really. You know what I mean? Because I I get it. You know what I mean? Like, I I can't say what it would be like for me if I was single in this situation. Because we all know, you know, like how I am. Strange. Yeah. (laughs) And I feel like, I mean, you know, I would take the necessary precautions. Yes. But. Um, you know, again, I don't know, but it's just, just crazy to me. It's See, just
0: crazy to you're, me. You're also a lot nicer than that. Cause in my mind, I'm like, oh, you should have been like, all right. Now that you mentioned that. Yeah, we are totally down. Go rent us a room at the Ritz Carlson. and like, just get him to like do this ex- extravagant things and just not show. That'd be really funny. Yeah. Like, yeah. Book us a room at the Ritz. Let us know what room number, you know, put like, just give him a fake name to put on the room too. <laughs> <laughs> like put this in the room what? so we wait. can get in and then like yeah, you know, wait for us there. We'll we'll meet you there and then just never show. Like And then just never show up. And ever. then we said like, what the fuck? Like, oh we got caught in traffic, sorry.
1: Oh, you 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 were at that risk, Carlton? I meant the one, you know, I went the other one at, part of town. I <laughs> meant
0: this one at the marina, not downtown. Oh my bad. Fuck. I mean I would I would fuck with people like that. I just would because like if you if you're gonna come at me like that outlandishly, I'm gonna try to get a lull about it. Because I want to take those pictures that you send to me and then be like, and this is now podcast material. Thank you.
1: <laughs> Man. Man.
0: But that's just how my mind works. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, but I also don't have people five years later beating down my door being like Yo, I want to watch you fuck someone else.
1: That was what was wild to me, dude. Uh, You know, like it's one thing and I'm not trying to toot my own horn. It'd be one thing if like I hooked up with the guy and, you know, um, he like remembered that I blew his mind, you know what I mean? And was like, oh fuck, you know what I'm saying? Thing is, we never had sex. We never hooked up. We just hung out. We literally hung out one fucking time, um, and uh, I remember the circ. I kind of remember the circumstances. I think what happened was we couldn't hook up because we were somewhere and we could- we had no place to hook up. I can't remember. It was it was a weird situation. Um, and you know, never saw him again. So it was just kind of wild to me that you're literally hitting me up. We nev- nothing ever happened between us, and you're hitting me up. Like, are you that bored? Like to me, my initial thought was, are you that bored? that you're hitting me up? Like, why are you hitting me up? But then I started thinking about it and I was like, maybe he thinks, maybe he can't, he can't get laid in the middle of a pandemic because nobody is willing to put themselves at risk. And so then he was like, oh, I bet this chick will. But like, the reason why he thinks that is possibly because, oh, I'm a former porn performer and I probably have, you know, like no um, respect for myself and I'm probably just going to be like, Fuck it. But I try, I shut it down right away. I was like, dude, I have a boyfriend and, you know,
0: oh yeah. stay uh, safe out there. As you should. Or I have an alternative theory. It's a wild one. Hear me out. Okay, His uh, elaborate plan was just to get into your apartment to st- kidnap Dougie. He's
1: just, oh, my God, Dougie. No.
0: He's just there to kidnap no. Dougie. He saw Dougie on Instagram. He's like, I want Dougie. How do I get Dougie? You know Dougie?
1: what? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then. And then here's the spoiler. He actually has a girlfriend, and she's the one that wants Dougie. So he tried to concoct this whole plot to, like, just come over and steal Dougie for his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So yep. we
0: figured it out. He doesn't even really want sex. He just wants Dougie. No.
1: Yeah. No. He just wants Dougie. Oh, my God. Doug. <laughs> like,
0: you, oh, you and your boyfriend were going to start going at it. He was just going to be like, oh, good. They're in the middle of it. Just, yep been out the door you'd be like
1: what the that's fuck? why he suggested that's why he asked he's like oh would your boyfriend be down for me to watch but really
0: he just wants to kidnap. he's like
1: that's gonna be my my way to to grab Dougie and leave yep, yep. man I think we uh <laughs> I think we uh got to the bottom of this whole you know mysterious five year later fucking conversation
0: <laughs> dudes be trifling trying to dog nap
1: if you're listening bro <laughs> <laughs> We're on to you, buddy. We figured it
0: out. We figured out your sinister scheme
1: and you can't have him. No. You can't have him. No.
0: And plus, you know, you don't know how to handle Dougie. Dougie gets a Dougie gets excited and you won't know what to do with that, bro.
1: And Dougie probably has a bigger dick than you, because you know. Dug- I've never seen it, so
0: <laughs> probably. And Dougie, and Dougie's dick breaks physics. It does not make sense. <laughs>
1: Poor dog over here is looking at me like, stop talking about my dick, mom, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good God. On that note,
0: on the dog dick talk, I think we're going to call last call on this motherfucker. We've already been at this two and a half hours. It's just like fucking (gasps) old. Hell yeah, man. It's just like fucking old school in this motherfucker. You know, we need to not like wait three years in between episodes.
1: Yeah, dude, I can't believe it's been that long. I was like, holy shit.
0: Yeah, like last time you were on was like 2018.
1: Yeah, like legit, it was, uh, I remember too, because it was after we watched, um, uh, not Endgame, but Infinity War. Yeah, it was shortly after we Infinity War. We did the War. podcast literally, the, the it was like the week after that weekend that we had seen. So that was like April 2018 yeah. when we did that podcast. Yeah. So that was it. Like,
0: was that not even, even a video version? I think that might have been audio only.
1: It was audio only, but it didn't come out because I remembered we had recorded it in, uh, in April but you had so many episodes, like, backed up that that one didn't even come out until August.
0: Yeah, yeah, because the
1: like, That fucking was a whole controversy after.
0: that we had to d- discover, like, last year, because you called me up, like, hey, when did we record that? Remember yeah, because we- I was
1: like, I know we recorded that way before, and then it turned out, we're talking about Infinity War, and I'm like, that was April of yeah, 2018.
0: I know we yeah. accidentally caused some problems in your household over it.
1: No, not really. It was just more like I said some things... That didn't make any sense, and then it was like, "Oh, you yeah, know, we recorded that in April." No, yeah, so.
0: like, sorry, that was before we met. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Can't blame, can't blame past crews for past crews' actions.
1: Well, you know, I'm a changed woman now. No, I was kidding. No, I'm, I'm, I'm in a very, in a very, very healthy, loving relationship, okay. and I would not trade that for anything.
0: Nor should you. Nor should you. Yep. Any fucking cruise, where can they find you on all the fucking things?
1: And all the things you can find me at any fucking cruise on Twitter, at any cruise on the gram. I also have a wrestling new wrestling podcast called Wrestle Fetish. You can find that on all the things. It's good times.
0: She has a Twitch stream <laughs> to support it.
1: Oh shit, fuck me. Oh yeah, and I'm on Twitch. The easiest way to find it is actwitch.com. Um, because my name is different on there. It's actually Frankie Ray. I use my real name on there. So um, in case you get confused and it doesn't say Annie, that's me. I'm Frankie on Twitch, actwitch.com.
0: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And as always, you can find me at Matt underscore Slayer on Twitter, Matt Slayer on Instagram, Matt F and Slayer on Facebook, twitch.tv slash Matt F and Slayer. You can find the podcast at, and now we drink on Twitter and now we drink underscore on Instagram. And until next week, drink up motherfuckers. I promise I'll have Cruz back on before 2026 or some shit.
1: Hell yeah.
0: (laughs) And we out.